Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Zudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, good morning, everybody. Moon was dancing for some reason prior to. I dance all the time. This here, Moon's been Moon's been in a great <laughs> mood today. I think you got eight hours of sleep. That's why. Oh, you got a no, solid eight. No. no way. I haven't had eight hours of sleep. I'm not sure when the last year it was that I had eight Maybe hours. Maybe ninety eight, ninety nine. Oh yeah, ninety. Well, ninety eight <laughs> was right around that time. I would uh-huh. say. Yeah. I'm saying because your daughter just turned twenty. I know. So. You know it's crazy. I've been a I've been a parent for. Longer than I haven't on this earth. Mm. Isn't that weird? Wow. Yeah. Usually happens to you around, I don't know, your 50s. Wow. Yeah. Mm. That happens. Yeah, it'll be around uh, Give me a medal. 60 for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, mm. yeah, because uh, yeah, my son's going to be uh, 10 next year. So, yeah, around uh, mm-hmm. 58, 59, I think, would be. Would be it for me. Across that line. I did my math correctly. Three years. I think ago. it did. But uh hey, cool. Yeah. Nineteen ninety eight was the last time I got eight hours of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> a solid eight. No. No, I'm just in a good mood, man. It's Friday. The 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 season is upon us. This is my favorite season, dudes. Fall? Yeah. Oh, uh, mine too. For yeah. sure. Far. Oh my gosh. The 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 colors, the smells, the bugs going away. Uh people's moods seem Fairly good well, for me. For me, it's the, hoodies. That's, got, that's yeah. The, the styles. We got the last ninety degree day out of the way yesterday. I hope I think so. That's it. I think that's it. And I'm it's easier. It. It's I'm easier to it. spell than summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Good call. I love the season. Yeah, we got the last ninety degree day out of the way yesterday. But be done with it. And fall officially starts tomorrow. 
So here's what you need to know. All right, guys, about fall. Here's okay. what you need to know. I was wondering. I woke up this morning and I was like, fall's tomorrow. What the hell do I need to know? <laughs> <laughs> here's what you need to know. The official first day of fall is tomorrow, but the first minute of fall depends on obviously what time zone you're in. So fall starts tomorrow at exactly 9.54 p.m. Eastern, 8.54 Central, 7.54 Mountain, and 6.54 Pacific. Again, that's p.m. So here in St. Louis, 7.54 p.m. fall starts tomorrow. Wait, 7.54? I thought you just said 8.54 Central. Oh, I'm sorry, 8.54. My bad. Thanks for paying attention. I was going to say. You passed the test. I was going to say, come on, man. I don't want to be celebrating fall early. I was going to say the same thing. I don't want to sit there and go, oh, guys, welcome to my fall party. And they're going to go, it's still summer. (laughs) Yeah, damn it. (laughs) So 8.54 Central. (laughs) It's known as the autumnal equinox. And it occurs because Earth spins on its uh, tilted axis. And without the tilted axis, we wouldn't have different seasons. Now, the word equinox comes from two Latin words meaning equal night. And most places on Earth will see the same amount of daylight and night tomorrow, 12 hours of each. In the Northern Hemisphere, our daylight hours will get shorter every day until the winter solstice which happens on Friday, December 21st uh, this year. And uh, the days will suddenly seem really short once daylight saving time ends on November the 4th. And listen, fall, autumn, same thing, don't matter. Both are correct, in case you were wondering. Why is there two names for it? Uh, The word autumn has been around longer. It It just is. Interesting. So fall or autumn, it's fine. So that's what you need to know. Neat. Yeah, the reasons for this season being my favorite have changed. Give me the reason for the season. <laughs> I'll tell you, well, when I was a kid, I loved the colors. Um, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, for sure, hands down. Um, it, it, I love going out in, in the country, in the woods, riding horses and all that. Fall was so much more fun to do that than the summer. Uh, There's always a lot of horse shows when I was a kid in the, in the fall, so that was why it was uh, uh, my favorite as a kid. In my 20s, I write... My best songs in the fall. Mm. I know that sounds weird, but that was like a big deal for me. Plus, again, the colors and, and all the stuff from when I was a kid. Fall's always got some kind of uh, dreariness to it. Oh, see, now, I disagree. Well, maybe, maybe you're right, but I think humankind counteracts that, and this is one of the reasons that is my favorite at 37. Because, man, my two favorite, two of my favorite things, pretty much the only beverages Aww, that dude. I drink, oh. are all about the fall. Coffee and beer. It's like we're celebrating mm. with beer and coffee. That's what, I, know, I just thought fall's everywhere. got some kind of dreariness to it, which I kind of like. Yeah. I could tell you why fall was was used to be my favorite season. It still is. But the old reason was is because as a big, giant, fat guy, summer was miserable for me. Uh, I was always sweating. I was always mm, tired. Mm. I was always hot. And then when fall came around, you weren't brutally cold. Yeah. So it was nice. Now, this whole summer, even days when it's been like 95, 98, 100, I've like been... Not chilly, but like not definitely not hot. I'm nervous. I'm gonna be free. Like this morning, I was freezing. I like uh, I like wearing a light jacket. Yeah, I like I'm a light like, jacket guy. Jackets and boots. Love hoodies, jackets. dude. I'm so, I am all about hoodies. Hoodies, yes. light jackets. We're here, guys. We're here. We made it. Summer's over. That's it. Tomorrow we 
begin the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. Like in the summer, well, even if it, even if summer is your favorite uh, season, there's always a day or two that has some sort of miserable quality to it because of the 103 degrees. There and, were a and, lot and, of miserable days this summer. Yeah, well, I'm trying to look on the bright side. We'll just say two, a couple, two, three. Yeah, a little more than that. But in the fall, it takes a lot more to ruin your day. Am I right? In a good fall day, you walk outside at 74 degrees, something is good. Although See, when I was a kid, I used to hate fall Sundays. I love fall, fall Sundays. Fall Sundays as a kid, I don't know why, in high school, I just had that feeling of going back to school that Monday. Mm. Yeah. This this is also going to you know what I'm talking about like, where'd, the, certain, where'd Saturday go? This a day certain sucks. Feeling about fall Sundays. This is also going to yes. sound ridiculous, but like there is a certain smell of yeah. outside of people doing yard work. Yeah, it's, it's wet leaves. leaves. It's yes. wet leaves. Yes. Yeah, and that great. smell, and this is so dumb. That smell reminds me of CYC grade school soccer, and it just brings me back to like a really happy time. Yeah, fall soccer is the greatest smell. I know that sounds dumb, but it is. He's totally right. It's the right. wet leaves smell. Mm, kind of, but it's like a breezy. It's, yeah. It's, it's like a dry, rotting leaf mm. smell. It's a little crisp. Yeah, but, but, I, so but I would say this. You said like people are ha- like, you know, when you walk outside and it's 74 degrees and, you know, perks you up a little bit. I also think to counter that, when you wake up and it's summer and you wake up and on the weekend and it's 6.30, 7 o'clock or, or later and the sun is out, you're like, ah, oh, look at this. It's a nice... T-. In the fall when you wake up and it's gray, you kind of go... <sighs> yeah, I don't mind this. the gray. Um, I, I, I don't either. As a kid, I don't either, but... As a kid, these are the times we'd be playing football outside and riding our bikes places because it yeah. wasn't too hot. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 I associate fall with a lot of independence for myself, too. As far as going here and there, and I don't, I don't know. I just it, it falls great. I, I think fall is my favorite season too. Fall followed by winter, followed by spring, followed by summer. Mine's fall, spring, winter, summer. Yeah. Winter is your second favorite. Love winter. Can you tell me why? I love staying inside. <laughs> no way. You know what? I'm changing mine. Genuine. Mine goes fall, winter, spring, summer, and my reason for winter is because I love Christmas so much. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I love Christmas. I love staying inside. Because like, oh, too cold out. <laughs> I'm not a Christmas guy. Yeah. No, mine's spring and then fall. Oh, uh, you're wrong. Summer. <laughs> I'm wrong. Fall, spring. Spring's happy, life. Fall, spring, so summer, I waiting, winter. I was waiting to see where you went with that. It was either going to be, uh, you're wrong or nobody asked you. But <laughs> yeah, went, you're wrong. wrong. Oh, so. I appreciate your opinion. It's wrong, but. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what a jerk. Uh, no Jeff today, by the way. Jeff is, uh, we'll just say on assignment. Legally, we can't say. I thought you were just gonna say Jeff's just really quiet this morning. He doesn't have really doesn't have an opinion on this. So well, just, I'll just say his uh, remember just his goal of being on live PD. We'll just keep it there. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I don't, want, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Because they'll run with that. They'll go, hmm, yeah, hmm, mm, yeah. Finally happened. Not surprising. Yeah, if you want to know where Jeff is, tune into Channel Four. <laughs> now, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, one of the main reasons that Jeff is not here is uh, because he's a huge Cleveland Browns fan. And he's uh, celebrating. He's celebrating. <laughs> That's, he's it. celebrating. That's it. Celebrating. He's in the street That's flipping it. cars. <laughs> Problem is, he's in, the, he's in the wrong Ohio City. He's over in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. Wondering where everybody is. Why is nobody else celebrating? <laughs> hey, at around uh, 7.30, 7.45, huge announcement today to make. 
I cannot wait to tell you about this. This is a first-time thing we're doing. The first time, and if it goes a certain way, probably the last time. <laughs> I'm going into it with a, with a positive mental attitude, guys. That's really nice of you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like this. It better go well. I'll say that. So a first-time ever Riz Show event we'll tell you about at around 7.30, 7.45. It's going to be a grand announcement. We got the band here and everything with the trumpets. They'll all be here. Also, uh, how would you describe this man? Spiritual guide, guru, comedian, satirist. Yeah, there you go. I think you covered it. Yeah, I was just going to say, all of the above. A gentleman by the name of J.P. Sears will be here later on. He is at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. He's got two shows today, two shows tomorrow. I wouldn't even say they're comedy shows. They're they're being billed as special events. I would say, I would, I would definitely say there's, there's comedy shows. I it think says, he even says in one of his videos. It says special event, though. It's Look at the Helium oh, website. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I think it even in one of his things, event. he said, come on out and join me for a comedy, a night of comedy. Huh. Yeah, if you dig in a little deeper than one or two videos, you know what this guy's doing. And it's very funny. I dug in. I dug in. And you're still alone. And I'm still <laughs> I'm still confused. <laughs> I think that's exactly I'm what st- makes I'm, him great at it. And I'm telling you, it's King Scott's twin. Oh, he loves hearing that. Yeah. I mean, he's got red hair. It's long. I mean, same you face, guys, same everything. <laughs> have you guys been in the same place at the same time? Because I'm... Today we'll find out. Like if he if if Scott goes, I'm JP Sears, I wouldn't be surprised. Carl's gonna be confused as to who to go home with. If yes. you if you would take the description of the event and put it on any website, it works. So I don't know if it's essentially listen, it says JP Sears is an emotional healing coach, international teacher, speaker at events, world traveler, and curious student of life. His work empowers people to live more meaningful lives. JP speaks and performs at numerous events, conferences, festivals, and retreats around the world. He is very active on YouTube, Awaken with JP, where he encourages healing and growth through his entertainingly informative, humorous, and inspiring videos, including his hit Ultra Spiritual Comedy Series. See? Like, so that, like, you know, I mean, you could take that and put it on, like, hey, this guy's going to be appearing at, you know, DePaul Hospital. Yeah, but... I'm just saying, this is a very interesting man, and he's going to be here at 9 o'clock. I don't know if I want to say. Yeah, I do. I see him, and maybe I'm wrong. I see him as the current um, spiritual vegan uh, and so forth, Stephen Colbert. I think it's pure satire. The Stephen Colbert character from when he was on Comedy Central. Yes, because... It's Stephen Colbert doing, you know, a, a satirical Stephen Colbert. Yeah, I think you summed up my act. I mean, his act perfectly. <laughs> but I think he's funny. And the more you go down the rabbit... Like, the first couple of videos I saw, I was like, oh, I see what this guy's doing, and that's, that's really cute. And then the more I saw it, I was like, whoa, like, he's really good at this, actually. And there's, uh, uh, I mean, no less than 100 videos where he's nailing these things. Yeah, like, I'm going to ask him, like, what do I do to become Instagram famous? And the funny thing is, 
the, that video. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, that video is like satire and making fun of everything, but it's totally real. And if you follow <laughs> the directions, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. All of it's accurate. You're right. Yeah, so he's going to be here at 9 o'clock. That'll, uh, that'll be interesting. And I'm telling you, you and, you and JP need to take a picture together. Yeah, we definitely have to. And you have to yell out twinsies when... <laughs> he hates this. He hates Why? this. Why? No, I love it. It's great. Yeah, that didn't sound sarcastic didn't sound at all. sincere. Your skin's the same color as your hair right now. <laughs> Green? Think he's biting off your style? No, no. Not at all. All right. I sense a twinge of jealousy. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah. <laughs> twinge? Twinge yeah. of twinge jealousy. Twinge, Basil? Uh, by the way, yesterday we had the uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week. John Patrico was here. We had four past champions going at it. It was a playoff round. And uh, as we mentioned yesterday, we are getting down to really, I think, three more weeks of new ads. That's it. Three more weeks of new ads until we need to start. Get to the playoffs, like the real playoffs. And uh, essentially, essentially, what will happen here is we will have the winner that you're about to announce here today. Three more weeks of new ads, one more monthly playoff, and then we are in the playoffs. Wow, we are in the actual. It's the, the dance push has to the started. New year. Yes, this is truly fall now. Like we've somebody, ordered the bunting. Yep, somebody will be heading to the ship. Oh, I'm nervous. Wow, the big show, guys, huh? <laughs> Selection Sunday's coming up. The big so. show. <laughs> All right, so if you guys would close out the votes, please. Okay, no Thank problem. You. All right, so here's how it shook out. I'll play you the uh, top three ads. Again, these are all past champions. Only one of these ads moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs, although we will have a play-in round, and I'm sure one of these will be in the play-in round, without a doubt. Yeah. All right, in fourth place with just 2% of your votes, it was ad number one yesterday, Montgomery Burns. Montgomery Burns was the guy who wanted you to uh, cover his body in hairspray, Ugh. light him on fire, mm -hmm. and then he was going to try and get to the finish line before the flames went out. Yeah, just a terrible idea, <laughs> but yeah, he's out. Montgomery Burns, fourth place. Here you go, in third place. With 5% of your votes, it was ad number four, EI, EI, Joe. Let's use my farm equipment. Man for anyone, 55-year-old, New Brunswick, Canada. I have access to some farm equipment, and I was thinking about how I can sexually introduce them into my life. <laughs> I know it's a bit of a stretch, but wanted to know if anyone wanted to experiment with me. I've got a worn-out cultivator that I think you can use on me without hurting too much. Also, have a few rakes that have sturdy handles. I can, for sure, think of some naughty things to do with those. I also have a rice hauler that we can use for some really kinky stuff. But we both have to agree on the terms and condition when using that. I have a few large machines that we can mess around in while we drive them around, but those are too exciting. There is one thing that I for sure want to make sure we try out. I have a flail that I think we can both take turns whipping each other with. Trust me, when I was a kid playing around with this stuff, I took one to the shin and I thought I was going to die. 
But now, thinking about it hitting my bum or my genitals gets my juices a-flowing. Please let me know if you can meet up. I am a married man, but this is farm time. No need to worry about a thing. Cell phones don't even work out there. This is going to be awesome. Genitals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love the way he says that. Genitals. Every it's once in a while, funny. if you catch him in the right moment, he'll say genitals. <laughs> Rice holer. <laughs> All right, that was a E-I-E-I Joe yeah. in third place. 5% of your votes. Here I, was I just, your... I just like that, that last I just like how enthusiastically he says, and I would like to sexually introduce them into my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the juices a-flowing. Oh. Uh, here is your runner-up with 22% of your votes. It was nominee number two. Ladies and gentlemen, the Duty Brothers. Up for a challenge. Man for anyone. 24-year-old Tel Aviv, Israel. I used to play this game with my older brother when we were teens. He would eat something, and I'd have to guess what it was by sifting through his droppings. (laughs) I was pretty good at it. The key is smell and texture. Since my brother has been in the Army, we haven't played in a while. Uh, and I'm jonesing to play. I know it sounds weird, but trust me, it's a blast. You go first. Before you come over, write down everything you ate over the last 24 hours. Be specific. <laughs> go into the bathroom, make toilet, call me in, and I'll get to work. We can make money bets. If you ate 10 different things, I'll bet I can guess five of them. Then it's my turn. I'll make a toilet and you get to work. I'll provide the gloves. I have the ones that go all the way to the elbows. Yikes. Hit me up if interested. Yeah, that's one of those words for him. Specific. I think probably the funniest part of it all is that he tries to, like he t- stops and tries to tell his brain, say specific, say s- specific. And then he goes, it's Pacific. My favorite part is he goes through all of that and then he says Pacific and his brain goes, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, here you go. You are official. Craigslist Freak of the Week and moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs with 71% of your votes. No doubt. Nominee number three. Folks, here is Incestor Gadget. I've fallen for her. Ranson Raves, 33-year-old, Bangkok, Thailand. Hey, guys. I expect to get some hate from this, but I don't care. Maybe I deserve it. Need help getting with my little sis, who I'm madly in love with. She is beautiful. She has beautiful dark hair and the most caring eyes that a man has ever seen. She has soft skin, and every time we embrace, I can't help but hold on for longer than I should. I can't get her out of my head. I have eyes for no one else. I know that once she is with me intimately, she will be smitten's too. (laughs) Help me make her love me. I will tell you where she will be. You seduce her. I will give you money to take her out to a nice meal. After you get her drunk, take her to her apartment and get ready to make love to her. 
turn the lights out. I will already be in the bedroom, and we will switch places. After we are done making love, you will turn the lights on, and she will have already fallen for me. Please help. Contact me so we can go over the details. Are you up for it? No police, please. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. He, uh, there you go. He really is is banking on a lot here. Well, what do you mean? Like, hey, man, I'll pay for your dinner, but you got to basically seduce her. You got to. I'm putting this on you. You better be good at romancing my sister, because this is all depending on you. I'm going to be waiting at her place. Yeah. What if he doesn't seal the deal? He's going to be right? waiting there for a while. Like, I know, where is she? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if if just knowing what we already have as far as going on to the next round, if there were brackets, if this was a bracket-style tournament, this would be the number one seed. Would you not say? Um, uh, yeah. This is, this is a Bill Cosby's up there, too. Ooh, Bill Cosby. Oh, boy, it's going to be a hell of a tournament. Oh, boy. Yeah, again, I think the second-place one should have beat this guy, so... Yeah, first seed. I don't know. It's it's anybody's oh, you game. Thought, that's right. You thought Duty Brothers would. Yeah, it's worse. Would and should win. Yeah, it's freakier. Duty I'll Brothers will for sure. If if nobody else picks, I think Patrico would pick too. Oh yeah. Uh, get into the playing round. As far as second chance to get into the big show, so yeah. I don't know. Again, three more weeks of of new ads, and then we move on to the to the playoffs. Pushing towards the end of the year. I can't even. One name yeah. to be etched onto the Jerry Sandusky Memorial Plot, and uh, thank you guys for your votes. Just think, essentially, there there are there is two more spots that are that are open for the tournament. Wow, that's it. Anybody's tournament. It is anybody's tournament. Down to it. All right, let's shout out the Team Riz member of the day. Brought to you by Mattress Direct. It's Mike. Menard from St. Charles. Yeah, yeah, Mike Menard. Is it Menard or Maynard? He actually didn't say. Uh, Maynard but I think or Menard? It's Maynard? It's, yeah. it's, if it's a first name, I think it's Maynard. Oh, no, that's 100% Maynard. Oh, two Maynard? first names. Okay. Yeah. Mm, two first names. Yeah, that's Maynard. Well, what it was. Yeah. Hang on. Well, then, let me uh, correct myself here. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Maynard. Yeah, yeah Mike Maynard. Team Riz, remember the day? Uh, Mike gets his uh, morning started with the radio show every day. If it happens that he um, misses part of the show, he will listen to the podcast. Been a big fan for years and said it would be an honor to be a member of Team Res. Well, you got it, buddy. Mike Maynard is the Team Res member of the day. Gets it super sweet. Team Riz member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Show. All right, welcome back. Our phone number is 314-6-WALKER. 314-6-WALKER. 
Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. Your emails, we'll get to those in a second. Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. Well, we are uh, out and about this weekend. So later on this afternoon, myself and Patrico down at the NHRA event, the Midwest Nationals over at Gateway Motorsports Park. I had uh, told my sister, who uh, my brother-in-law and my sister, they're like... Uh, they're, they're, they're car people. Enthusiasts. You know? Yeah. Like, he's got a 67 Nova or something like that. They're car people. And I told her I was going down there and that we have an opportunity to kind of be, like, real close and, you know, probably do some really cool things. And she goes, she started talking all technical terms, and she goes, wait till you see, feel, and smell the fumes. She goes, you're going to love it. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. So we'll be hanging out there from 5 o'clock to around 7 o'clock. At the pavilion where we were for the the uh, the, the pit what is pavilion? it called the pit pavilion yeah. yeah it's cool and that was my first time at the pit pavilion and it's like uh, I mean it's a party there it's like, a cool sports bar yeah it's really really cool and the weather should be great I love how the like they got a chalkboard and on the chalkboard it says please do not ask we don't have Wi Fi talk or get drunk with your friends mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it is and then don't forget Sunday we got purple stride. Yeah. All to benefit the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. I see you're wearing your Team Riz shirt. Yes. Look at you. Decided to show up a little bit today. You can still join the team, 1057thepoint.com slash purplestride. You know, we were talking earlier this week about uh, helicopter parents. We were talking about the new term, lawnmower parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, the helicopter parents, you know, basically hover over your kids. Lawnmower parents, they are mowing down every obstacle there could be. For kids. Kids don't have to try any more of these these days, right? Am I right? You're right. Thanks to lawnmower parenting. And we were we were talking before about fall for me was always these these memories of independence, riding my bike places. I would always ride my bike down to the park and play football with my friends. Or or stickball with my friends. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people say kids are not as independent these days because, why? We don't let them be. And has a lot changed since we were kids? So over a 1,000 parents were asked about five different activities. And if they'd let a 10-year-old do them today without supervision. Oh. So compare yourself to would you let your 10-year-old do this stuff without supervision? My parents didn't see me in 1991. <laughs> I was all, uh, 10 years old. They didn't I was know gone. who I was. All right, would you let your 10-year-old stay home alone for an hour or two? No. Absolutely not. I would not. I wish I could say yes. I would not. But I can't. I know, listen, I have a 9-year-old at home. There's no way that kid's staying home at 10. In one year, no way. No way. 53% said they did it by the time they were 10. I don't think I was home. I don't think at 10 I was home alone. I was. What What grade is that? that fourth? Is fifth? Fourth. Oh, 100%. Is it fourth grade? Yep. It is for my I was. I was home every day after fifth school. Fifth grade. Every day after school and every day during the summer. I was home by myself. Now, here's the thing. In the cul-de-sac that I lived in, there was a woman who was a teacher at my school who 
was made aware, like Tony's home by himself. Tony's home by himself. Check he in. knows he knows to come to you if he needs anything. If you see anything out of the ordinary, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I was on my own. Yeah, I was too. A, a, a couple hours Monday through Friday every day. I don't believe I was. I rode my bike home from school yeah. and was there for a few hours. Now, when you when you hours. were Riz, when you were ten years old, were you living in a suburb? Or were you in the city? We had just moved into the suburbs. Okay, maybe that has a little bit to do with it. We just moved into the suburbs because if you were, if you would say to me, "Oh, you know, we were still living in the city," I, there's no way in hell that you would be able to be left alone at ten. I don't know. In New York City, it was a kind of a different way of living. There were there are kids that take the subway at ten uh, yeah. at ten years old by themselves. That's insane. And you'll see that in in Japan too. There's kids everywhere in downtown Tokyo, yeah. just parentless, going to school. Going back home. 11, 12 years old, taking the bus, taking the subway by themselves. Wow. So 53% said they did it by the time they were 10. Only 36% say it's okay for kids today. Now, only three states have age limits for leaving kids alone, but most have guidelines, just so you know. Uh, Walk or bike to school alone. We were too far for that, so... I started that in third grade, so not. Uh, I don't think I would. Did you? I did not. <clears throat> but again, I had the teacher that lived two houses down that drove to school every day anyway. And drove you? Yeah, so we just got in their car. You know what's crazy is our, our school, granted this was, you know, the 80s and early 90s, our school l- allowed you at f- fifth grade. So that's 10 and 11 years old. So it was a school-sanctioned thing. They had so walk or bike? Me. Well, it depends on where you live no, no, no. and proximity. For, for biking. They can't say nothing about walking. I started walking they in third like grade. They didn't like us bringing our bikes. I started biking in fourth grade, but you weren't supposed to, so I had to park my bike somewhere else. But fifth grade, you literally had a bike rack that was for the fifth graders that rode mm. to school. 68% did it, and only 43% would let their kids do it now. Again, these are, think of a 10-year-old for all, mm-hmm. these, for all these things. Playing a public park on their own. I for sure did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a. 51% did it as kids. I know it's weird because. Only 26%. I just said I'd be weary about them riding their bike to school, but yet I'm going, here's a public park, have fun. But I mean, that's. At 10? Yeah. I see. The weird thing is, I don't think my kids would be comfortable with it, which sucks to say, but. Only 26% would let their kids do it now. Play in the yard without an adult. Go for it. My kid does it now. She's three. 91% did it. 78% would let their kids do it today. Go trick-or-treating without an adult. At 10. Mm, That's real close to, like, when when I would go. Go by yourself. Depends on the kid. When I was living in New York City, we did by ourselves. I think we did, too. I'm trying to think fourth grade. I think that was the first year we did it by ourselves. I remember second, third grade doing it by myself. Anytime my mom could get out of doing that crap, she's like, great. You want to go by yourself? Good. Second, third grade, I I for sure remember my dad standing at the end of every driveway. Oh, no, we were in a group. I mean, it wasn't just me. Right, of course. Or my brother, but it was a group. Yeah, Yeah, we were in a group, We were kids. Yeah. Second and third grade, remember doing it in uh, in Queens and New York. Yeah, me and a couple friends would plan it for a week or two. 44% 44% did it when they were kids. Only 24% would let their kids do it now. Now, the survey also found that just 60% of kids enjoy playing outside. 40% go, eh, 
Only one in ten said it's their favorite activity. And overall, the one activity they enjoy the most is... Video games. Playing video games. Uh, Nathan in the chat room says, so what? You guys pay for daycare for your 10-year-old all summer? I said, no. Stay-at-home spouses, grandparents. There's ways around daycare all summer. Yeah, there are stay-at-home parents. Yeah. My kids went to camp this summer. Yeah. There are ways. Mm-hmm. Of course. There are ways around it. There are. There, guess what? If your wife or, or husband is not a stay-at-home parent... Maybe the house three doors up is. Yeah, who knows? It's a million scenarios. Uh, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Ray Show at 1057thepoint.com. All right, this is from a Team Riz member 286, Megan. Uh, she says that she lives in a subdivision, and behind the subdivision is a high school. Where the high school marching band practices is close to her house, and she could clearly hear it from inside. But whatever, it's what she gets for living by a school. However... The last two Thursdays, they have made their way into the subdivision and are marching through the streets, practicing with drums, horns, and everything. So they went from the school, and this is a high school. Correct. So they went from the school to now they're marching in the street in front of? In front of Megan's house. And it looks like she lives in a court. So, like, they're going down and making kind of like the loop and going back up. Oh, my God. She sent a video. And, and and this is this is video shot from her front window. Oh my god. She's lucky she gets a parade every day. This is at 7 p.m. How many days a week? She said the last two Thursdays. So it's Thursday. One day a week. It's not a big, one yeah, day a week. Not a big deal. I mean, well, how long are they there? Are you kidding? D- that's <laughs> That's no louder than a lawnmower, man. Come on. That's way louder than. That's way louder than a lawnmower. And it's not going on for an hour. How long is it going on for? She does not say. Uh, More details needed. I understand that 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 sucks a little bit. This is what she says. She says, should I be annoyed? Because I definitely am. And I really just want to know who decided that this was an okay thing to do and why marching around the campus is not sufficient enough. I understand that this makes me sound like a super cranky, hey, kid, get off my lawn kind of person, but I am okay with that. What are your opinions? I understand it sucks and it is an inconvenience, especially if you got a baby, you know, that you're trying to nap or something like that, or, or you know, 7 p.m. bedtime. But if this bothering you, life is so good. Life is so good. Oh, stop it with that. It's a Come little on, th- it's man. sometimes the little things that get annoying. Only if and you that's let why we them. talk. Right, That's right, what right. we do, that we talk about that but stuff. But some perspective, man. You're in a safe enough neighborhood where this high school band is, like, practicing one day. Where they have a whole high school where they could do it at. Well, well that's thing. funny that you say Come that because on. Jeremy in the chat room says that's probably Bayless. They have no other place to practice their their okay. marching. All right. Yeah. All right. So that's I if, understand if living next to a high school, you have to concede some things. Yeah. It's one day a week. Okay. Yeah, maybe you don't make a stink out. And of I think it. it's good. Like you actually. What if it was every day? If it was every day, I would call the school and just say, "Hey, is there any other options, or can you explain?" And if there's a, a viable reason, then you got your reason. And I, you know, like I said, if it I was would, every day, you'd say, "Excuse me, would you?" I would say, "I would take that tuba and I'm going to shove it straight up your." <laughs> you do the it, old uh, rope trick out in the <laughs> the driveway with your neighbor across the street and just pull it up. If it was every day, I would okay. call. I got. I, th- there's there's some more info coming in from from Jeremy. He said they have to practice on the street. 
because that's the only place they can get parade practice, and this has all been school board approved. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think what about okay. subdivision approved? Yeah, I mean, I'm still sure. And, it's and, a street. Okay, Moon. Let's put. And I don't know. And I don't know if Megan is in this scenario, but I'm gonna put you in the scenario. What if you got young kids? I like, do have young kids. Yeah, yeah, babies. Like, what if I'm yeah, putting my baby to sleep I, I that, that is in the front of the house, and all of a sudden now... I get it. So, seas- like music, seasonally speaking, you're going to have to deal with that. 12. Let's go, yeah. I, dude, I, I get it. And I'm sensitive to that only because I remember when I was putting kids down uh, for, for naps. You put it, kids down? <laughs> when I was putting kids down for naps, <laughs> forever there, I lived on a street where there was stop sign to stop sign, and these motorheads would come flying through and got to rev their engine, oh, bro. Oh, come on, man. It's just, and it just woke gear up, heads, bro. it woke up my kids every single day, and it always frustrated me. But at the same time, it, it doesn't happen all the time. It goes away, and kids growing up, and you're complaining about something else. Like, this is, this is a good problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Listen, if it wasn't the marching band, I'd be complaining about something else. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it was after 9 p.m., difference, because that's the lawnmower rule. All right. Oh, I guess Be- if they Megan, got no Megan other. just hit us up and said 100% not Bayless. So, why are they not practicing in the parking lot? Or if they have a track. You don't think that there's good reasons? You think some band leader just like, hey, let's just hit the street. Screw it. Hey, guys, I'm sure you're on campus all day long. Let's take a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. Let's if, go down to Paradise Lane. Here we go. Maybe <laughs> maybe the band leader's ex-wife lives on a street. <laughs> Could be. Good point. Good point. So, Megan, um, well, yeah, sure. You do, you ask have, her what school it is. She doesn't have to tell us. Like, <laughs> yes. We're not going to say it on the air, but ask her what Yeah, e- email us and tell us what school. What school? Yep. Curious. I'm interested, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What if it's right? a school with a big parking lot where they could maybe take it to the track? What school doesn't have a track they could do it on? It's one day a week. How long is this lasting? 15 minutes in front of you? Oh, who knows? Not even that long. I don't care if it's three seconds. That doesn't make a difference? The high school makes a difference? But the duration of course it of the... does. Let's go. But you're saying the duration of, of, of the noise ordinance being no, broken here? comes here? the marching band again. All right. Uh, <laughs> eh. Whatever. I think it's kind of cool. We'll Next. find out. We'll find out what's cool. Uh, morning, fellas. Quick question. After I go after work, I go to QT, fill up, and I notice an older gentleman with a van on the pump behind me. He pulls out before me, and as I get behind him, I notice that his gas cap is off. So I ask myself, WWJD, what would Jeff do? So I pull up next to him to try and get his attention. Luckily, we get to a stoplight. I honk a few times, but can't seem to get his attention. So on the second light, we stop. And again, I honk, and he proceeds to creep into the middle of the intersection on red. So I decide, okay, this guy's senile, and I go about my business. He rolled into the intersection when the... Old guy or drunk guy? He said old guy. He said, so guys, and more specifically, Jeff... Uh, I did what I could, man, and tried for about three miles. What would you guys have done? The guy rolled into the intersection. Yeah, that's what it says here. He proceeds to creep into the middle of the intersection on red. So I decide that this guy's seen. Oh, he creeped. He didn't roll. I don't know. Gas cap is not terrible. We've all left our uh, gas cap off. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you can't get him one or two tries and you're just... Pit maneuver. Yeah. Yeah. You just pit him. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, there's no need. What would you do? Um, I would, I mean, I would probably try and flag him down. Yeah, that's what I, I think yeah. I would 
go but next I would, to him and honk. But I would do this. Choo-choo. I would go, I would go, I would we'd pull up next to him, I'd go, meh, 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 wave, meh, 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 wave. Light turns green, I go, bap, I tried. Yeah. And that would be it. That's about it for me, too. Yeah. I wouldn't go, hey, sir, 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 sir. I'd give him one good effort. Now, here's what Jeff would do. He'd If it was a female or something, he'd follow him all the way home. He would do it for anybody. Oh, yes, right. He'd follow him home, get a ladder out. He would then offer to pay for his next tank of gas. It's his gas cap. Yeah. No hey, big deal. Hey, Luke on Twitter uh, with the uh, the band and the street thing makes a good point. Says you need corners to practice parade marching, and the track doesn't have corners. Left. Let's go. Yeah, there's a parking lot. Every school has a parking lot. Yeah, but, but what? Who, who knows, man? The, the sky isn't being like. Let's just take it to the streets. Screw these neighbors. Maybe he I'm is. I'm sure there's a maybe reason. he is. It'd be great if he was. Then could you be mad though? That's a great joke. <laughs> Sure, he could be. Next. All righty. So you remember we had that email about the uh, the the guy emailed in about his eight-year-old's birthday party, and then he's having it at Monkey Joe's. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, and the disappointment because the- uh, Last the year, nobody showed up. Right, so- Nobody RSVP'd. He said- uh, This year. Yeah. This year, so far, nobody's RSVP'd. Right. He said, uh, hey, guys, I sent in the email the other day about my eight-year-old's birthday party at Monkey Joe's. Sorry, there was some, there was some confusion, because we had some questions. He said, last year, our daughter's birthday party, where only two kids showed up, was thrown at their house. So it wasn't like a, come to Chuck E. Cheese. It was, we're having a birthday party here, come on over. And only two kids showed up. So this year, they did it at Monkey Joe's to try and get more of her class to come. Okay. The party is already paid for, free jumping for the kids, pizza, cake too, they say they got room for 20, so Moon, bring half your kids, and they're good to go. Yeah, pack that place out. You better shut it down. Hope you rented the whole place. It's supposed to be this weekend? I think it's this weekend. I think it's Saturday. So here's the thing. I was thinking about this, too. A lot of those school book bag invites, those don't make it home necessarily. I'm saying that you got to get they the buzz booking. you got to yeah. email some parents. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got to do a little extra legwork. you got to do, not, yeah. Not depend on eight-year-old kids yeah. to deliver it to mom and go, by the way, this is time sensitive. It's happening on Saturday, mother. Can we go? Yeah, you got to you got to. Reach out to the parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, good luck. Yeah. Next, one more. Um, okay, uh, let's do this one. Let me start by saying I'm a huge fan of the show and I listen every day. Oh, thanks. I especially love Headline Hoosh and Friday Fails. Uh, this person is on the committee for the upcoming Spirit of St. Louis Air Show that is taking place uh, October 13th and 14th at Spirit of St. Louis Airport. Yeah, right by my house. The Phillips yeah, 60... Yeah, I would be on my front lawn going, too yeah. much noise! Oh, the sky noise is bothering me. Uh, <laughs> sky noise. I'd rather have the marching band. Yes. Where are they at? Uh, this person goes on to say, The Phillips 66 Aerostars, a precision acrobat aerobatic demonstration team, are performing this year, and they have the opportunity to have someone from the St. Louis community to take a flight on the Friday prior to the show. This person thought it would be cool if one of the Riz show members could do it. Would you like to do it? Because I am not. Wait, what do you got to do? They want, to, they want to put you in a plane and go on a ride with the Phillips 66 Aerostars, a precision aerobat, aerobatic, that sounds weird, demonstration team. Oh, so, Moon would totally be up for so that. So basically like flips and dips and yeah, rolls yeah. and you know what? rolls. I'm going to do my research, the, but I think I want to do that. I did the jumping out of a plane before. Yeah. Dunsky? I'm done. I don't need to do anything in the air anymore except for fly from here to there. That's it. Yeah. I don't need to do stunts. 
Man, I appreciate that. What about you, Scott? Would you be down with that? I think I would throw up everywhere. Yep. Okay. Well, it makes good video. So I guess you just volunteered. I I I would be down, I would be down with with doing this. I think uh, I'm I'm an adrenaline junkie, so I think I'd be yeah, down with doing this. Yeah, there's a weight limit. Well, and then I read on the email and it said the only stipulations you got to be shorter than six foot and weigh less than 180. Okay, I'm out. Hey man, yeah. give yourself a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. I've been crushing when, this weight loss thing, when but is I don't this? know. Uh, this is the 13th and 14th of October. Man, I might I might be up for that. All right, man. You want to get in the air in Rocktober? Let's do this. <laughs> uh, that's where you do the loop-to-loops and stuff? Mm-hmm. This Ooh, is the flight. Uh, I bet you it's cool. Yes. She sent over a link for some of the stuff where it's... Yes, oh, I bet, you it's, I bet you it's pretty awesome. Of course it's awesome. So that I'll, I'll pass this along to you, Moon. They say... That's uh, a hard know, no for me. Let me know. But uh, big-time appreciation. Thank you. Okay, so uh, we've got an email follow-up about the marching band. Yeah. I won't say the high school. But this person, Megan, says they have a huge parking lot, a massive track. She's lived there for four years. This is the first and second time they've ever done this. I understand there are worse things in life, but it's just something I did not think was normal. Mm. Uh-huh, Moon. And may- Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. And maybe it's have not Have a march normal. in front of Moon's house. That's fine. I'll be like, kids, check this out. Yeah, we'll throw candy at him. <laughs> See, two points, you get it in the tuba. Yes. You see that French horn guy? How he's spinning like this, twisting? He wants candy. Go throw it at him, kids. <laughs> Let's get him. So they got a parking lot, a big old parking lot, a track. Quote, mm. huge parking lot and a track. Mm. Quote, who cares? I think it's just a band leader being a douche. That may be. It may be. I, I don't know, but. I'd bring your guitar out to the front yard and start jamming when he come by. Uh-huh. Does she have a kiddo? Was that, was that a scenario that we injected? Uh, I'm not. She had a kid? It sounded like a baby crying sure. in that video. I'm not a Oh, uh, yeah, there was a kid there. Could yeah. be doctored. <laughs> you never know. I'll get out of here. <laughs> oh. that's I heard baby. That's a kid. Or that's a new trumpet player. That is pretty well, of loud. Of course, yeah. Marching bands are loud. She was, she was in the middle of her house too, <laughs> not even at the window. Crazy. She's in the basement. All right. Thank you for your emails. It's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob from all those terrible Jane Silent Bob type pictures, man. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Is he coming back to town? He's coming back to town mid-October. He's there at the pageant. Yeah, it makes it a little harder, but, uh, you know, we got an in. Is it a is it a weekend? Hell if I know. You got to check that. Because he's doing that Hollywood Babylon show. Yeah. Which it's is supposed right, to be amazing. It's right around the 14th or so. But I, it's at the pageant. Either way, I've I've reached out. Because, I would love to uh, have him back in. Remember, I drove him back to his hotel. We That's had right. a little bro down. No, you did. You guys, you guys got tight. We really did. I know that sounds like a joke, but that guy is incredibly genuine and awesome. Very nice. It's a man. Sunday. Oh, it's a Sunday. Oh. Is it just a one day? October 14th, Sunday. Maybe maybe he'll stay over. Coming in on Monday. Coming on Monday. Well, his show doesn't end until what three thirty in the morning usually because he just keeps talking. Well, it's the pageant though. It's usually a hard out there. Oh, it's not God. like a uh, it's not like a comedy club. Well, we'll just tell him to come on down here. We'll just record. That's fine. He we'll keep just... talking. Yeah, he just, just keep talking here. Talking. It's fine. Um, hold on, I'm trying to see here. 
He's got Yeah, there's the show there, okay. Is it not two he's, shows? He's 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 free until the 19th. Oh. Uh, Kevin, you're staying longer. Hey, a lot of uh big TV uh shows are coming back within the next couple weeks. I mean, it's the fall TV season. Yeah. A lot of new stuff. And a new study found that more than 40% of us think we're addicted to watching TV. I I listen, I'm I'm confident to say that I am not addicted to TV. I think at one point I was. I think I'm not now. I really don't watch that much TV. I wish I had more of an opportunity to. But would you say you're addicted to TV? No. I watch a lot of TV, but definitely not addicted. Living with my parents for the past three months, I've watched almost zero TV. You think your parents are addicted? Oh, for sure. 100%. I mean, they literally, once my mom and dad, after 5 o'clock, after 6 o'clock, dinner is over, they will, my dad sits in his chair, my mom sits on the couch, and they watch TV every mm. night. My dad's probably addicted um, just because he's such a movie guy. He's been a movie guy since the 70s. And my mother is certainly addicted to Cardinals broadcasts. Mm. Radio or, or television, she, she's, not a, she's not her favorite person as <laughs> any sort of Cardinals mm. broadcast. So I, w- I wish I was addicted. I wish I was. I wish I had more time. Yeah, I wish I had the opportunity for addiction. <laughs> well, here's some signs that you might be addicted. You own at least one massive TV. The average flat screen is about 45 inches now, so probably bigger than that. Okay, Okay, Check. so I got, I got a big TV in my basement. You pay for things like Netflix and Hulu, and you still have cable. Check. Nope. Thing like the, uh, the, things like the NFL package also count. Okay, I got that too. Your TV is the focal point in your living room. Jack? That's not fair. I'm just saying these are signs that you might be a television addict. Yeah, I'm just saying that covers 95 Just because you Americans. have one doesn't mean you're an addict. I know, I know. I'm just saying that one is kind of like a... So I would say in my living room, no, it's not. So that's a no for me. Yes for you, yes for you. What's the focal point in your living room? He's got a very small TV upstairs. Yeah, I know. I mean, but not the, very. But the not couch very is facing small. it. There's nothing else going on, is there? No, no. The couch doesn't face the TV. It faces the fireplace. The TV's kind of off to the left. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. And like a built-in. Okay. So the you, big TV's in the basement. So you would say, well, yeah, there's focal point down there. But down I'm, there, yes. So in your living, yeah, but you guys, are, I've never seen you in your living room. Do you use it often? We sit in our living room more than we sit in the basement. Okay, and the fireplace is the focal point, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that. Uh, you notice yourself talking about your favorite shows a lot. Got me there. I'm going to take a pass on that one. Oh, I do. You check fan sites or discuss shows online. I mean, one show. You check. You're, you watch wrestling all the time. You're on the fan sites, right? Nope. You're not? No. You know all the inside info. You're letting people down, Tony. Yeah, I mean, I, I know some stuff about wrestling, but I don't watch every week. You don't? No. Not Raw, not SmackDown, no, no? Dude, that's a total of five hours. Listen, I don't know, I don't know what happened <laughs> That's a total, house. And that's why I read the fan site, so I can get caught up on what I didn't watch the night before. Do you before. have a favorite spot on the couch? No. Do you? Uh, no. I don't either. You tend to hog the remote, yes. No. Nope. You get excited and plan out which, uh, which, uh, what you'll watch days or weeks ahead of time. Okay, I'll go yes on that. Yeah, we do that. You've lost sleep thinking about what'll happen in an upcoming episode. No. I've lost sleep because if an episode ends a certain way with just the mag, you know, a magic cliffhanger, I'll go, okay, we can watch half of the next one. 
How about you stay up late a lot because you can't stop binge watching? Yeah, that's happened to me before. I- I'm able to put it down. But also, I'm a fall asleep during a show being on guy, too. I'm I am, not. too. I got to turn that off for me to fall asleep. Oh, no. I got the greatest show ever to fall asleep to. It's going to take me It's gonna take me three months to get through what? five episodes. It's called uh, The World's Most Extraordinary Homes. They just go country to country, and they go in these That'll badass houses. That'll put anybody houses. to bed. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. I just Crap fell asleep. on celebrities. I literally just yeah, fell asleep. It's easy to fall asleep, but it is so good to watch. It's fascinating. All right. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And don't forget... We got the big announcement. Uh, big announcement to make uh, shortly. Mm-hmm. And crap on celebrities brought to you by Amco Ranger Pest Control, protecting people and property from pests for over fifty years. We make fun of Nicolas Cage and his over-the-top acting style a lot. I mean, people love to get on him about his super serious roles, his over-the-top acting, and for better or for worse, nobody freaks out quite like he does. And honestly, he's really good at it. Nick's unhinged performances have gotten him a ton of publicity when it comes to viral videos and memes. Oh, yeah. They call it cage rage. It's a legit thing that they, <laughs> that, that, I mean, his, his, his over the top yell face. Oh, yeah. And the Con Air has a lot of memes that go with it. Oh, yeah. He says his new movie that's about to come out called Mandy, which is an action horror flick, is going to actually be affected by the cage rages in a negative way. So Nick Cage doesn't like the Cage Rage. And by the way, right. Nick Cage is now doing straight to like, DVD on demand yeah. and DVD stuff. Yeah, because he's so broke. Like he takes any role now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, he basically says that uh, this movie, he's supposed to play kind of a psychotic, rage-inducing character, but people are just going to make fun of it the whole time because that's what all Maybe these memes are about. because it's so bad, he's just saying that. Well, that could be, too. <laughs> Regardless, someone put together a montage of him freaking out in movies and put suspenseful music behind it, and it's absolutely genius and hysterical. I'm a vampire! 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 <laughs> Right fire, according to alphabetical order. I know what this is. You're trying to stop me out because of this crazy little man you made around. Well, feed my f- friends, man. <laughs> ah, Someone's trying to kill me, man. My favorite is not the bees, <laughs> not the bees. You ever see that oh, movie, Wicker that. Man? Yeah, I hated that not movie. Not the bees. Wicker Man. Oh, it's oh, awful. It's terrible. It's so terrible. bad, dude. It's so bad. Uh, Keith Urban. We all know Keith Urban, the country sure. singer, married to Nicole Kidman, a former American Idol judge. Uh, he played a show in Canada this week and noticed two fans holding a sign about an orthodontist's office. He brought them up on stage to find out what was going on, and they told him that their boss promised them a day off if they could get Keith Urban to promote the company. So he did one better, and he called the boss live on stage. Last concert, our boss made a bet. If you can get Keith Thurman to say to go to Kill Dr. Theronics to get your teeth straightened, you give us a day off. We should call him. Can we call him? Hi, Brent. This is, this is Keith Thurman. So, Brent, what did you just say? I said that if you said uh, Killer Orthotics is a great place to get your teeth straightened, I would give Jenna a day off. 
No, I think you said you give everybody the day off, Brent. That's nice. It's cool, right? That's Ed Urban's a nice Wheeler fella. Walker Jr. is maybe second to Lee's favorite guy. <laughs> I forgot he's Australian. Yeah. When he talks, you're like, oh. Then you oh. hear a country song, and you're like, okay, all right. That doesn't make sense. I like, love his song, uh, Red Solo Cup. That's, that's so Toby good. Keith, but that's cool. <laughs> uh, so you just got done talking about TV and how a lot of new shows are going to be making its way to the, uh, to the screen. Kristen Bell has confirmed that Veronica Mars will be returning for an eight-episode revival on Hulu. Jeff talked about this, how it was kind of a rumor that was going around, but nice. now it's official. I, what's that show about? Is she a reporter? Is that what the show is about? I, I, I don't know. Uh, it does say Mars. here the revival will find Mars Investigations being hired by the parents of a spring break murder victim to find out who killed their son. So there's that. Uh, here was her Instagram post announcing the uh, return. Did you guys know that as of summer 2019, all the old Veronica Mars episodes will be available on Hulu to stream and rewatch? Which is great, because you'll need to brush up since we're making another one. Yeah, so so all the episodes are on Hulu right now, and again, there's no there's no (laughs) there's no date for when the return will be hitting the screens. Yeah, what is that? What is that show about? Don't care. She's awesome. So you'll watch it just because she's awesome? No, I probably won't watch it. (laughs) Yeah, she's just awesome. That's just you just wanted to say she's awesome. Uh, it's been over two months since James Gunn's uh, been James Gunn has been fired from Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger. He is uh, standing his ground. He tells The Hollywood Reporter that despite all the pleas from the cast, he stands by the decision. He says, quote, the James Gunn decision was brought to me as a unanimous decision of a variety of executives at the studio, and I 100% support it. Boy, they are dug in on that. He is not getting his job back. He will not be (laughs) directing that movie. And, I mean, the cast is basically saying, hey, please get him back. Legit, the entire cast has now come out and said, we want James Gunn to do this. And Disney said, cool, no. They even met with them. Yeah. They even had, like, the board meet with James Gunn, and they still said no. Right. So it looks like that's they not happening. They had plead his case. That is not happening. At the, uh, my, my son um, was watching the new Avengers uh, last weekend, and at the end, I get, he got the, uh, the one with the, the special features on it. Okay, yeah. So it had, like, a round table of Discussion? all the directors from yeah. all the Marvel Universe movies. That's cool. Everybody from... John Favreau, who done all you know, who's done all the uh, Iron Man. Man, and so they had James Gunn in this in this roundtable discussion. All I can say is, no, yeah, you're out, you're out. See you later, buddy. It's actually pretty interesting. I bet I would check that out for sure. That sounds cool. Yeah, the guy from Black Panther, the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, the Ant Man stuff, pretty cool. Uh, there is a guy who's a showrunner on ABC's show The Catch. He also was uh, involved in Wonder Woman. He is set to come up with and write a top-secret drama featuring female superheroes. Now, details on the new project, which is a Marvel project, is being kept under lock and key, even from some executives at Marvel. And if it moves forward, it will join several other Marvel projects that are in the works, including more Netflix series uh, like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, The Punisher, Iron Fist, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch is getting a show, and uh, Loki. Like they're getting their own standalone show. Mm-hmm. And this is something completely different from that. This is a female superhero drama. It's getting to be too much. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree with you there. 
Uh, speaking of more TV shows, Oscar winner Jordan Peele, who uh, won for Get Out, he is doing a reboot of The Twilight Zone, which is going to hit on CBS. And he will actually not only direct this thing, uh, but he's actually going to serve as the narrator and the, uh, the, Rod the host. Rod Sterling part. Yep, huh. he's doing the Rod Sterling part. And so, uh, what did I say? Sterling? Sterling. Rod Sterling. And uh, this is going to hit on demand uh, 2019. That's the premiere date that they're shooting for. So pretty cool there. Walking Dead. Either of you guys Walking Dead fans? I was a huge Walking Dead fan. I fell off this last season. I season-ish. watched the first, I think, three and a half seasons. Okay. And I just stopped watching and it kind of passed me by. Yeah. Well, this year, this season, uh, October 7th, is going to be the ninth season. And it's actually the last one to feature Andrew Lincoln as Rick Grimes. A lot of people are saying, obviously, the, the, the most logical thing to do would be to kill him off. Some people are saying that he might ride off into the sunset and kind of go on his own way. Nobody really knows for sure. But they did say that the Walking Dead franchise is going to be alive and kicking for many, many years to come. There's plans for movies in the work. There's plans for more spinoffs. So they say that this is not going to go anywhere. Be prepared to be aware of The Walking Dead for over the next decade plus. Oh, man. It's a, it's a soap opera. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. In a yeah, good way. Days of our lives. Yep. Yeah, with in, zombies. A, in a good way. I like it, but I just uh, I don't have uh, AMC. Yeah, it was one so of those I'm always things that, a year back. It passed me by, and I just never caught up. I, I agree with you. There was one season that was very slow, and I was like, bam, I'm out, and I never got back in, unfortunately. They were on the farmhouse. Oh, my gosh. That was the best season. There? The farm was the best season. No, there's some more. That jail one was pretty tight. Jail was awesome, too. I forgot about jail. Yeah. No, I think it was the got, season. They just, got, they just got away from the farmhouse. And oh, that's man. when they were heading to the jail. You got some good stuff coming. Yeah, yeah you really do have some amazing. And Negan's a great character. You don't see, like him? See, I, 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 I was already I was already out before Negan. Maybe jump back in and just see if you. If, I if think it was the season right after the church where I was like, Burr, it's not out. that I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. just passed me. I just, it just went past me, and I'm like, see you, Walking Dead, and I, I can't catch up. <laughs> yeah. You're walking too fast. You need to slow down. They're walking. <laughs> um, so many things. Fall is here, and uh, well, tomorrow, and. Uh, is it too early to talk Christmas music? Because somebody's putting out a Christmas album and they're promoting it heavily. And I want to see if you can guess who that is. All right. Is this one that says Jingle Bell? That's it. Okay. Let's see who this is. Now the drum is played. Go it while you're oh, young. Take Super the easy. girls tonight and sing the sleigh you know this song. Is? Just get a bobtail bay. Uh, Star Trek. 40 at speed. Hit you through an open Bill Shatner. Yeah, thank you. Frank, you'll take the lead. Is not Bill Shatner though. Oh, I know. That's Paul Rubens. Right? Nope. Nope. That's, so it's uh, Bill Shatner and who? Phil from All That Remains. So some of the other artists that are going to appear on Shatner Claws, which is his new uh, <laughs> album coming out, uh, October 26th is. Uh, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, Todd Rundgren, Iggy Pop, Jethro Tull's Ian Anderson. Is that a legit? Todd Rundgren. Brad Paisley. Isn't he a who wide you receiver just heard? for the Eagles? Who? Todd Rundgren. No, that's I don't want to work. That's Todd Rundgren. He's being oh. silly. Oh. I actually kind of wasn't. Um, <laughs> Who you just heard singing is a legit artist. Oh, wait, hey. but don't say it. I want to okay. hear it again. Uh, and, and if you need another hint, I'll give you one Corey after Taylor. this. No. If you do an open sleigh and crack, you'll take the lead. I know, Freddie Madball. Nope. 
But I will tell you this. No and this, more bad guesses. This but will give it away. That's a good guess. Who's it sounds Freddie like an Manball? old New York hard, uh, hardcore guy. No. I, there's no bad guess. Who knows who the hell that is? I don't know who Freddie Madball is. The guy from Madball is Freddie. Okay, if is I that get true, the hint. Yeah. <laughs> Stop with guy. the Freddie Madball. If I give you this hint, it may give it away. This is this is going to be a big hint. So you let me know if you want it or not. Go ahead. You play a song by this artist that I do not like. I mean, it could be a number of people. It, it, it's one of those songs where I am vocal, where I go, you play it, and it's on Wednesdays, and I go, oh, boy, here we go. Wait. Where are you going? You just... <laughs> I just threw out something that it has. That I think I know. An Ooh. artist that we play. I'm just going to say it. Is it Henry Rollins? It's Henry Rollins. Wow. Oh, I love Henry Rollins. So do I. I know he hates him. I, I just don't. I don't I hate you. Old I don't. Guy. I don't Woo! hate Henry you were Rollins. Close. Damn. I don't hate Henry Rollins. I just don't like that song, Liar. That's that's it. A couple more things here. Uh, so, Metallica. Okay. Metallica just set a record, joining only three other bands, and that record is they have appeared non-consecutively for the fifth, five hundredth week on the Billboard Top 200 oh, for what Floyd. album? It's got to be the Black Album. It's the Black Album. So now, Pink Floyd's got to be one for Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon is one. There's two more. Or The Wall. Nope. ACDC Back in Black? Nope. And looking at this, Garth I go, Brooks, of no course. Michael Jackson Thriller. Nope. Mm. One On the Billboard chart one, for 500, 500 weeks. Bon one, Jovi. Th- these are, okay, I will tell you this. They're both best of albums. One... Dead. The other one, That's number ones. Nope. Mm. And the other one, lead singer is no longer with the band. Bowie. And you said you already said ACDC. Bowie's out. It's not uh, ACDC. Nope. Lead singer no longer with us. The Doors. Mm. You recently saw this band. Whoa. Journey. Journey's greatest hits. Oh. And the other one is a best of. With the, the lead police. singer not with us. The lead singer is dead. We just Boston. talked about him two weeks ago. Not Boston. What's Some thought guess? he was assassinated. It fits. Oh, uh, uh, JFK's uh, band? Uh, 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 Jimi Hendrix? Nope. JFK. Burton, huge fan of oh, this guy Fog and Hat. his band. Uh, ha! Huge fan. This is a greatest hit. The hits. Doors, no. This is a greatest hits one, right? This is all yes. still lining up. Yes. Oh, yeah. Greatest hits. A guy and his band. The, the singer- best of blank. The best of blank, blank, and the blanks. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Nope. Uh, oh, no, listen, no, no. Listen, no. Bob listen. Cuban and the Endmen. <laughs> yeah, you got it. We're moving on. Uh, no, listen. I yeah. use this here in my hand, and I committed a crime. I did do that, but I did not do oh, that. Oh, Eric Clapton. Close. Oh, uh, 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 Bob Marley. Bob Marley. <laughs> yes, the best of Bob, Bob Marley. Marley and the Whalers. <laughs> uh, finally here, LeBron James doing uh, Space Jam. Uh, he has his very own production company set up at Warner Brothers. And uh, people are saying that uh, if they do a third one, that could possibly be the best movie trilogy ever. What? Space Jam, if they come out with a third one. Yeah. That's just what people are saying, okay? <laughs> they haven't even done the what? second Stop one. It. Where's Osmosis Jones, the third number one? two? Stop it. They're already on to the third one being the best... Best trilogy, and that's, not even the second one's out. That's what they're saying. <laughs> oh, but, and the first but one's Americans, they interviewed 2,000 Americans. 2,000? That's what it says here. Hell of a test group. But those 2,000 Americans were then asked 
What is your all-time favorite trilogy? How can they say it's already the best trilogy? No, the they're saying they're out. saying <laughs> no. How it started was they said, "Hey, so Space Jam has a sequel coming out. Do you think it's going to be good?" They said yes. They said, "Would you like to see it turned into a trilogy?" Trilogy. People said yes. Do you think it would be one of the greatest of all times? People said yes. Then they said, "Speaking of greatest of all times and trilogies, what do you think some of the greatest trilogies well, of all time are?" Number one is Star Wars. That is incorrect. <laughs> Say well, yes to that third question anyway. They're getting paid in jobs. How is Star Ranchers? Wars not number one? Star Wars is going to surprise you. I have the top 19. How is Star Wars su- not number one? It's going to surprise you where it falls. Wait, so this is existing best trilogies? Yep, you got it. Let me guess. These people are Godfather. There is, a, there is a couple ties. Godfather is number three. Mm. Uh, Major oh, League. Oh, uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, number four. Mm. Jaws. Jaws is not on the list. Good. It shouldn't be. I'm just saying I thought these people would vote that. There are a couple ties. Hmm. Just start thinking about big ones. Major League. I'm trying to think. Major League is out. It shouldn't be if they're (laughs) considering Space Jam. Stop that. Space Jam is not on this list, by the way, because it's not a trilogy. You said The Godfather, right? Godfather number three, Back of the Future number four. Back of the Future. It's not Star Wars. Star Wars, do you want to tell do you want me to tell you where Star yeah. Wars is? Number seven. Wow, what, that's that's bunk. Number seven tied with Pirates of the Caribbean. How about uh Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park number two. But there were more than three of them, weren't there? Well, no, no I there's, there's Jurassic there's Park only... one, two, and three, and then the new one is Jurassic World. Yeah, that's a mm. reboot. So Jurassic Park was two? Kind of. Jurassic Park was number two. You're gonna kick yourself. You're going to kick yourself. What the hell's number one? If Godfather's three. King Scott right, says he knows two. it. Well, you do? So it's a he said Indiana Jones. He is correct. How? Uh, that's just four of them. It says here. It's Crystal Skull. It says here that Indiana Jones took the top spot, and yes, there is a fourth movie, but Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was conveniently excluded in oh, this Oh, yeah, you can't conveniently leave something out of a list These just to make that. These people are This buzz. is BS. Okay, well, let me run through the rest Get of the, the BS f- list then. Uh, tied at 19th, Captain America and Mad Max. Uh, the Dark Knight trilogy at 18. The Hobbit and Alien at 16. The Matrix at 15. Uh, Iron, Man, Matrix. Iron Man and X-Men at 13. The Bourne trilogy at 12. Home Alone at 11. Toy Story. Home Alone. That Toy Story oh, at number dude, the 10. third one is trash. Right. Should have called something else. It's some idiot it's a with different a full kid. cut. It's a different kid. Yeah, it's it's th- real bad. Toy Don't Story. Bother. How can we not? Toy Story number ten, The Terminator number nine. Oh, yeah, Terminator: Born Identity. They got those. Yeah, yeah. but again, there was Terminator one, two, Terminator three, three and then, and then there was Terminator and... Gen- Genesis Terminator. So they're saying Terminator one, two, and three. Boom, out. I would not conveniently leave stuff. No, but I would consider. The list. I would consider. Well, then, he, then you're going to be mad at number five. You're going to be mad at number five then. Even Terminator doesn't want to remember that one. Number five, Lord of the Rings is 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 tied with. A movie where there's, I, th- I believe, now six of them. How did I not guess that? Die that, Hard. That's number two. Die Hard. Die Hard. Yep. What a bunch of bunk that was. He hates was. that list, guys. He hates it. Wait, uh, how, is it how is it Die Hard? There's six of those. That's I what I said. Oh. Get the f*** out of here. Uh, mm-hmm. In theaters this weekend, House with the Clock on the Walls. That's the big one. That's with Jack Black and Kate Blanchett. Critics, 61%. Audience, 73%. So kind of middle of the road. And a lot of people are in the chat room are saying, if you're going to go crazy about Indiana Jones and you're going to yell about uh, uh, Terminator and, uh, don't and Star, Wars, Star Wars, you can't Wars. do it. They're saying then Star Wars, you can't yes, say you can. it. Yes, you can. Because it's a series, trilogies. not a trilogy. That's why. I'm, listen, I'm just, I'm just saying what the people are saying. Two trilogies, three trilogies. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's two three trilogies, trilogies. plus. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, crappy birthdays here. Uh, all celebrity celebrating weekend birthdays. You know what? It's- Look out! I didn't, I didn't make it. Uh, Stephen King is seventy-one. Alfonso and I can't remember. It's how Ribeiro. Oh, he's forty-seven. That guy uh, has three birthdays a year too. I'm Riz, sick of this guy. I've got some audio real quick that I need you to pull up there uh, uh, for the birthdays. If you could go ahead and play that. Uh, okay, here we go. Yep. Ready. Jason He's 29. Uh, Liam Gallagher for Oasis is 46. Oh, one song where he says his name. No, he says it. There, I found a clip on YouTube that was 56 minutes of Jason, Jason Derulo singing his name. It's hilarious. Uh, Owen Wilson's brother Luke Wilson is 47. Dave Coulier, 59. Bill Murray, 68. Uh, Tony Basil, Mickey, is 75. So you think... And Owen called up Luke and said, wow, it's your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. How old are you? And he said, 47. And he wow. went, wow. Uh, Jason Alexander, 59. And today's Burton birthday of the day. Professional manager, diet, product, megastar. And one of the most memorable, notable moments was when he was coached third base and took a bat right to the gut. That video is a classic. Tony LaRussa? No, but I. Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, 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 time of the sorta. Is how old? Uh, he's got to be 80. He was the guy in 1986 looked like he was 80. He's got to be 85. Yeah. Him and Whitey Herzog have had that, like, that look. Yep. Like, I'm going to look like this for the next 35 years. Sorry, if that's okay sorry, with you. Tony LaRusso. <laughs> He's 90, 91. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Phoenix Marie. And today's birthday girl has gone up and down more than an elevator at the Met Building in 673 fine films, including The Anal Acrobats, The Meanest Lesbians, in a movie called Whoa, I Have a Wife. Also in, also in only anal until marriage. <laughs> Boobs ahoy! That's a by the way. <laughs> Boobs ahoy! And who could forget her unforgettable role in? Unfortunately, we are addicted to anal. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix Marie, thirty-seven years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Hey, uh, King Scott, come on in here. It's time for the big announcement. I love when we can strike up the band. I love it. Strike up the band! You ready for it, guys? I'm ready this for it. it. Yeah. It's something we've uh, we've 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 talked about for a while. It's something I've always wanted to do. And I just wanted to make sure when we did it, it was done the right way. And I'm gonna announce this, and I'm not sure it's being done the right way. <laughs> I think it is. You better hurry. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Guys, it. it's the first ever Riz Show live event. Yeah! Yeah! We're taking the show on the road. We're taking the show to Pops. Which is Man. awesome. We are taking the show to Pops Friday night, October 26th. The first ever Riz Show live, one night only, and a total uncensored cluster F. <laughs> yes. That's what we're calling it. Riz Show live, one night only. And a total uncensored cluster F. October 26th, that's a Friday night, and it's going to be at Pops. So join us for a no-holds-barred night of, we'll say, weirdo fun featuring a ton of your favorite segments from the show, live and on stage and uncensored, including an uncensored real or fake, an uncensored matchup with Moon, an uncensored Donnie's Week and Rage and more. Special guests... And after everything is said and done on stage, a very special live performance by the one and only Greek Fire. Yeah, yeah. 
full band, fully plugged in. It's the return. It's the return of Greek fire. So one night only, a total uncensored cluster F. It's a Friday night, October 26th, over at Pops. And uh, we do the show thing, followed by performance by Greek fire. This is going to be very adult. This is going (laughs) to be very fun. This is going to be a complete-ish show. (laughs) In addition, see the first ever Miss Headline Hoosh pageant. Yeah! (laughs) This is going to be a Miss Headline Hoosh pageant. It's incredible. A live musical performance, not just by Greek Fire, but by 2SG. Yes! Uh, and ask us Ooh. anything Q&A, uh, and I mean, just much, much more. I mean, we we're still planning stuff. You know what the downside about one of these things is? Nothing. Is I hate 50% of the band 2SG. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let that sink in. Joey and Mark aren't that bad. <laughs> Doors yeah. going to be at 6.30. Show's going to be at 7.30. Ticket price is 25 bucks. That's uh, general admission plus service fees. Now, we are going to put some limited VIP tickets up for sale. It's going to be 100 bucks plus fees, includes a premium view of the show, like in your seat on the floor. You're going to be in the first five rows, directly in front of the stage. Plus, uh, your VIP ticket will uh, get you access to an exclusive pre-show uh, happy hour party hosted by us. Meet and greet photos, happy hour drink specials, complimentary buffet, a take-home ratio promo item. Now, you have to be 21 or older to get into this thing. That is a hard rule. 21 and older. Tickets go on sale Monday at 10 a.m. All the details up there now, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Show Live. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Show Live. And if you are a Team Riz member, I recommend checking your email inbox this weekend. Yes. Something (laughs) special for you guys. I just saw the little thing that popped up, and it's just funny to say. It says, Riz, show live, one night only, an uncensored cluster F. That's what it is. <laughs> the first ever Riz show live, one night only, and total uncensored cluster F. Friday night, October 26th, over at Pops. And <laughs> hope to see you all there. Tickets on sale Monday at 10 a.m., 25 bucks. We'll get you in, unless you want to do the VIP thing, which would be 100 bucks. How fun is that? I am so that excited. Is fun. Man. We are going to have a good time. Very excited. First ever Miss Headline Hooge contest pageant. That's the best. Man. Greek Fire. Just in time with new music. Just in time. How did that work? Boy, what a it, coincidence. It huh? it's, it's, Just worked out that it's way. It's like people huh? know what they're doing. That's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird, huh? It worked out that way. <laughs> Show live announcement, I'd October 26th so. over at Pops. 
And a big thanks to uh, everybody over at Pops for giving us the venue. How exciting. Live and uncensored. First time only. Or one night only. First time ever. I got it. Thank you. For the first time, it's a reunion. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, later on this morning, comedian, guru, motivational speaker, what do you want to call him? Modern hippie. Down, downright nice guy. Satirist. Satirist. Uh, J.P. Sears will be here. Did you also say sex symbol? Because I, I want to throw that in there. All right, sex symbol. Scott, Scott would appreciate that. <laughs> Scott's doppelganger. Uh, he's going to be here uh, probably around 9 o'clock. He's at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Two shows tonight, 7.30 and 10. Two shows tomorrow, 7.30 and 10. They're being billed as uh, special events over at Helium. If you go to their calendar, it says special event, J.P. Sears. Should be a very interesting conversation with him. Looking forward to it. Well, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by? The Fitness. So there was a huge drug bust in St. Charles yesterday. I don't know if you saw this on the news. And when I say huge, I mean... Big time. Federal prosecutors charged 27-year-old Ruben Lopez and 31-year-old Jonathan Aguilar after a whole lot of fentanyl. A whole lot of fentanyl was found in separate apartments. And they were taken into custody after one kilo of fentanyl was found inside an intercepted suspicious package sent to an apartment, I think an apartment or condo, in the 2000 block of... Avagon Drive in St. Charles. So the feds intercepted this package they said was suspicious. It came from La Mirada, California. Or is it La Merada? <laughs> That's it. La Merada. The package was addressed to Daisy Fuentes. You gotta be kidding <laughs> oh, no me, for way. real? She doesn't live here. Suspicious. Red flag. <laughs> yeah, Daisy Fuentes. That's hilarious. Who, by the way, you know who she's married to? Um. Yes, Ah. Uh, We've talked somebody about somebody you'd before. never guess. It's Richard somebody, Marks. Yeah, I was gonna say it was somebody Get out really, here. really weird. Yeah, Daisy Fuentes is married to Richard Marks. And Richard Marks is right here waiting, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. And she looks terrific, by the way, still. Terrific. Pull up a picture. Let me see. Yeah, no, she's Daisy she's Fuentes. Today. It's Daisy Fuentes. You could tell she was gonna age greatly. Daisy Fuentes today. Daisy Fuentes. Wow, really? Yeah. And she's 73. It's weird. That's today. Yeah, Look how good she looks. Yeah, she's beautiful. Stunning. And Richard Marks, lucky, lucky man. Anyway, she does not live. Okay, here uh, you go. This this is a picture of them, too. She Richard does Marks. not live in St. Charles. Yeah, it's a little. Talk uh, about somebody who outkicked their coverage. Good for, <laughs> good for him. Do you think he sings right here waiting every night? He's like, hey, babe, I just want to remind you who I am. <laughs> so this uh, package, suspicious package, sent to a Daisy Fuentes. So after getting a warrant to open the package, detectives found a brick of fentanyl hidden inside some clothes. They also found a handgun, two machines capable of encapsulating wow. drugs. Now, the DEA says this was enough fentanyl for more than 1.5 million lethal doses. Wait, 1.5 million lethal lethal doses. doses. Enough to basically kill 1.5 million people. Jeez. That's how much fentanyl was found. 
A search warrant was also issued for a house in the 400 block of Molina Way in St. Charles where detectives found $19,000 and another kilo of fentanyl. And the two kilos they found have a street value of more than 100 grand. And the two guys are charged with a possession with intent to distribute 400 grams or more of fentanyl. I think they caught one guy at the airport. And then coming back into town. So that's a huge bust. That's yeah, massive. That's a huge bust. <laughs> this, is a, this is a very sad story here. Uh, the family of an 84-year-old great-grandmother has filed a $1 billion, $1 billion lawsuit against a nursing home in Ferguson. The place is called the Christian Care Home. Obviously, they're not going to get a billion dollars. But that's a figure high enough to have people go, huh, what's going on there? And the woman's name is Dolores Green. She's got Alzheimer's. And her family says that she was sexually assaulted repeatedly while staying at the nursing home. The family says that Dolores has been a patient there for eight years. And her daughter had noticed some bruising in her private areas while giving her mother a bath. And the daughter said she spoke to management about the bruising. And she says that they ignored her. So they took the mom to the hospital where the doctor said that she had been sexually assaulted. Wow. Repeatedly. Now, in addition to Alzheimer's, Dolores suffers from this condition that causes her her arms and legs to kind of draw up. I don't know. That's the way to describe it. Like, uh, she can't defend herself. Okay. Like, there's no way so it just, she can it just, defend herself. So it just takes away the use of her arms and her legs. It doesn't, like, paralyze them, but it, like, almost cramps it them up. cramps them up. And she can't defend herself, and she can't tell anybody what happened. Wow. And Ferguson police are investigating, and the nursing home has not commented. Two people. Antrion Betts and 23-year-old Antoine Laron Jones have been charged in connection with the shooting at the Delmar Metrolink station. Well, we talked about this when it happened back on the 12th. A 23-year-old mother, an innocent bystander, shot in the leg when the two men started shooting at a third man. The woman was hit while she was shielding her two kids. And these two have been charged with unlawful use of a weapon. The owner of uh, Shop and Save Grocery Stores, mm-hmm. they have notified over 900 employees of layoffs. And the company that owns Shop and Save is out of Minneapolis. The company's called Super Value. And uh, they sent termination notices to workers in 10 area stores, including the distribution center, which I think is in Hazelwood. And there may be more layoffs to come. Now, remember, this is all after the announcement earlier this week about Schnucks agreeing to buy 19 shop and save stores in Missouri and Illinois. These are the other stores. Super Value will close the rest of the stores by November 19th, just in time for Christmas. And that's unless a buyer for those stores comes forward. And Schnucks announced that all union employees will keep their current rate of pay, hours, and comparable job positions. Managers of Shop and Save will be interviewed for possible employment. That's at the stores okay. that Schnucks bought. But I think, t- is it today there's a job fair for Deerbergs uh-huh. at the Doubletree in Chesterfield? Today, there's a job fair. Good timing. I think that's by design. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. So that's a shame. 
but all those uh, shop and save employees just just around the holidays will lose their jobs. Yeah. That sucks. And speaking of grocery stores, Aldi. I know a couple fans of Aldi yep. in this room. I am a fan. Aldi is partnering uh, partnering with Instacart, allowing people to order their groceries online and have them delivered in as little as an hour. So I would never use this. I like going to I like going to the grocery store. I do too, but there are times where I can't. Because the at kids, least, or at least before, but there was a time where I couldn't, and I used Instacart. Oh, you have you've used this? Well, I used I used I don't know if it's directly Instacart or if it it was from Fresh Time. Why couldn't you go to the store? Because I had both my kids and I had somebody that was going to be showing up at the house between two and seven. Eh. So it was like two things. Like if it was just one or the other, I could have been like, well, I'll just take the kids and we'll go. You know, it's going to be crazy with two of them and just me, but we can go. Eh. Or if it was somebody from two to seven, I was just going to wait it out and then go. What's the service Schnooks uses? Is it Instacart? I thought uh, Schnooks has its own. Yeah, I thought they had They have their own? Yeah, it's, it, it's some sort of cutesy name, I thought, right? I don't know. This stuff is going to be, uh, well, this Instacart with Aldi is going to be available by Thanksgiving. And you'll do your shopping at instacart.com slash Aldi, or you could just download the Instacart app. Everything's going to be on there. Fresh fruit, vegetables, meat, seafood, and then you choose a delivery window at checkout. It does have a cute name, Instacart. Mm. Knew it, yes. You're thinking of Schnook's coupons that they call Schnoopons. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah. <laughs> and and it's very odd to see the cashiers when you go up there and they go, you got any Schnoopons? I'm like, excuse me? No. Nah. <laughs> So I guess you get your stuff in an hour or up to a week later. So I guess you could put, like, I want it delivered, you know, next week. And Aldi said they're going to give first-time customers uh, 10 bucks off their first three Aldi orders of over uh, 35 bucks. So That's kind of that. cool. There's that for you lazy people. Go to the grocery store. I enjoy it. I do, too. And, and, and the reason I did what I did that one day is because I needed a few things for dinner, like to make dinner. And I didn't get a chance to go out and get them before. And then my wife texted me and said, hey, here's what I want for dinner. See if we have the stuff. Oh, that's good if I get day hammered. Day yeah, hammered can't, works? Can't drive. Dammered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get day hammered. I need some, uh, some ground beef. Yeah. And some sour cream. I wonder if you could do the other ridiculous stuff from Aldi, too. I need some cheese, a gallon of milk, a couple frozen pizzas, and a 30-foot inflatable pool. I wonder if that, what is that, that center aisle? Yeah. <laughs> like the world-famous center aisle? Oh, yeah. If you're dammered and you're you're ordering via app, you're you're getting anything and everything. Because yep. everything's going to come across that. Oh, I've, I've been dammered and door dashed. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine what the bill was. You get $78 worth of noodles. I've been dammered and, uh, and, and door dashed. It was a weekend thing. What'd you get? Sushi? No, you know what? I tried the DoorDash sushi. Yeah. It wasn't great from where I got it from. Oh, that's so not first DoorDash's off, you were, fault. And you no, were, it's not DoorDash's fault. And you were dammered ordering sushi? Yeah, yeah. dude. It's, oh, yeah. See, I don't, I don't, and this is going to be surprising to everybody, but I don't normally eat when I drink. I eat real terribly at the end of the night. Because if, when I eat, like let's say I'm just absolutely wrecked, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, yeah, man, let's order food. That's it for me. Like that's it. Like once I eat, time for bed. Oh no, I could. I'll, I'll be dammered and get some sushi. Hell yeah. That sounds like a great Hell yeah. day. 
That sounds so weird. Hell yeah. <laughs> just like just like when I, when somebody goes, hey man, what's a drunk food you want right now? I'm not gonna go California roll. I'm going Whopper. I had sushi last night. Tacos. Delicious. I've had sushi twice in my life, so I guess that's why probably it sounds weird to me. Ooh, and the last time I had it was so God, damn. If you're good. hammered off bush light and just a seaweed salad. Mm. That actually sounds perfect. Mmm, seaweed salad and a spicy tuna roll. Yep. Yep. All right, that's the uh, that's the local stuff. We got uh, more news after the break. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather, including another shooting. No, a, uh, a shooting in Maryland at the Rite Aid Distribution Center, and oh, it's boy. surprising, surprising who it was. And a mom arrested for taking her daughter's iPhone away. I'll give you the details there. I see somebody dropped off rap snacks. I've always heard of these. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you're going to talk about rap snacks. What are, I don't, I've heard about rap snacks before, but I've never. Dude. So rap snacks, and, and I got introduced to rap snacks working at the shoe store at uh, Northwest Plaza, the little convenience They've store at the end. that long? Oh, yeah. The convenience store down at the end of the hall sold wrap snacks. And I got introduced to the version. There's two that I really enjoyed. The Lil Romeo BBQ with my honey and the Honeydew Cheese Curls by Young Jock. So these are, I mean, just like, these are potato chips. But they're so good. With wrappers on the Dude, on I'm telling you, they are so good. Uh, what, which one is it? There's, I think there's, uh, there's Fetty Wops, there's uh, Fabulous. This is Fabulous New York Deli Cheddar Wavy Potato Chips. Those are good. That's like sour cream and cheddar chips. These are uh, sour cream with, with a, a dab, dab of ranch. ranch. With, a, with a dab of ranch. Get that? And then the other ones are probably the Luzi, Little Boozy Louisiana Heat. Little Boozy's Louisiana Heat. Yeah, jammers, chips. dude. I'm telling you, they're so good. They're so good. You would love them. What's the Fetty Wap one? The Those Fetty Wap is the Jalapeno oh. Ranch. Yeah, No, it's Honey, honey jalapeno. jalapeno. Oh, Honey Jalapeno. I'm sorry. Who dropped these off? Was it? The, I think it was the Rap Snacks it was, people. It was the Rap Snacks people. And uh, I've talked about Rap Snacks before on the air, and Rap Snacks literally were like one of the things where when I would be in a gas station, I would see them. It didn't matter if I was hungry or not. They, I would get them. Hmm. Well, there they are. You got them. They're so here. awesome. I'll try some. I made Moon open up a bag and give me one chip because I couldn't go without having any Romeo BBQ with my honeys. So give me one. Just, just, just one. Just one. I, uh, I believe I'm looking at on the uh, on the TV screen in front of me a small plane crash in Festus. Wow. Really? Oh wow. Yeah. There it is. And I'm trying to see what this is. As I say, do they, how, do they have anything uh, about the the, the pilot? Uh, rescue crews have reached the site of a small plane crash in a wooded area near Festus. The the plane went down overnight, apparently. Okay. So I don't know anything more. Is that, well, that. it looks like it looks like on the TV there is an ambulance trying to make its way down. Pilot reported electrical issue with plane around midnight. Search started for the plane around 2 a.m. Small aircraft just found. Two people on board. That's all we know so far. Hmm. Yeah, watching a, a picture of the ambulance making its way to the scene. So I'm not sure the condition of the two people on the plane, but 
Uh, four people, including the shooter, were killed during a uh, shooting at a Rite Aid distribution center. That's in Aberdeen, Maryland. Happened yesterday morning. The shooter was a 26-year-old woman. Hmm. That's a rarity. Uh, she opened fire with a handgun outside the building, then moved inside and shot other employees before killing herself. Two of the victims died at the scene, a third at the hospital. Three other people who were hurt expected to be okay. But here is the Hartford County Sheriff talking about it. At this time, what we know is that the suspect was a temporary employee uh, employed here at the distribution center. She had reported for her workday as usual, and around 9 a.m. the shooting began, striking victims both outside the business and inside the facility. Mm. That was yesterday in Maryland. Wow. Terrifying. Well, this, is a, this is a crazy story, and, it, and it's a damn shame when a set of parents can't can't get along for the sake of their kid. Listen, I know divorces happen, and sometimes kids are caught in the middle, but when you use your kid as a pawn to hurt the other party involved... That's dark. It's a damn shame. And that's what it, lo- that's what it looks like happening here. A woman from Michigan arrested after taking away her 15-year-old daughter's iPhone as punishment for getting in trouble at school. And the good news is that sanity prevailed. But she, at first, this this mom was charged with a misdemeanor larceny. Wow. And on Tuesday, the charge was dismissed. But uh, the mom, Jody, is shocked that she was ever treated like a criminal in in the first place. Here she is in her own words. I would like answers on why it got so far and how it got to this far where this happened within my home. I was disciplining my child, and then I'm being the one handcuffed. So her uh, her ex-husband who reported the theft, told the cops that he owned the phone. And it was later figured out, however, that the phone was a Christmas gift from the ex to the daughter. And Jody, who's got a clean record, says uh, she was just being a mom, a concerned parent, when she took the phone away as punishment. Wow. So the dad used the kid as a pawn to get mm-hmm. back at the mom, which is a damn shame. A guy who spent nearly three decades in prison was let go this week after his conviction was overturned. And it's all thanks to an article in Golf Digest. Golf Digest? Uh-huh. So back in 1992, this guy named Valentino Dixon was sentenced to 39 years to life for a murder in New York. Then about six years ago, Golf Digest did a story on him because he's an artist who loves drawing pictures of golf courses. And the guy has never played golf in his entire life. Like, like draw pictures of like... St. Andrews, like mm-hmm. actual golf. Okay. I didn't know. I thought you meant like create his own golf course. No, but but his jail warden showed him a photo of the 12th hole at Augusta National and asked if he could draw it. And he became obsessed with drawing golf courses after that. That's cool. And never played a, never played golf in his life. A uh, Golf Digest writer named Max Adler did an article about it back in 2012 and realized the case against Valentino was, was really flimsy. There was conflicting testimony, no physical evidence. And another guy had even confessed to the murder. So most of the article ended up about being uh, ended up being about Valentino's case instead of his artwork. After that, other people started looking into it. Then a group of law students at Georgetown spent the past semester trying to prove he was innocent, and they did it. 
That's insane. And the guy who confessed was already serving a life sentence for armed robbery. And once he pleaded guilty on Wednesday, Valentino went free after 27 years in jail. And uh, Golf Digest posted a video of him walking out of court. And uh, the writer of the uh, the original article was standing right out there waiting for him. That stuff happens. It ha- I mean, this stuff happens a lot. And this is the, the these are the cases of the innocent people getting out, meaning there are even more in there. Yeah, it sucks. But, that, I mean, this guy, he caught a break. This right here is a, a, a big step in social change, social justice, you know, and I'm going to thank Max. Thank you, too. You're the toughest guy I know, <laughs> toughest yeah. golfer I know. <laughs> okay. Any more questions? Will you continue your artwork? Will you continue your artwork? I'm going to consider artwork. I'm used to drawing for like 10 hours a day, so I'm eager to get back. I got my mother bought me a big easel, and I'm used to drawing on a small board. Okay, and she bought me a big easel, and I can't wait to use it. All right. He's out. Valentino's out. It's goosebumps, though, man. 20, uh, 27 years. A, a lifetime was taken from this man. 27 years. You know, you could fault this uh, this woman for a lot of things, but you cannot fault her for her hustle. <laughs> a 30-year-old woman named Amber Gonzalez, she's from Wisconsin, was arrested last week for stealing a cell phone from a maid's cart at a hotel and possession of drug paraphernalia. And the cops cuffed her, cuffed her to the wall in a holding cell. Uh, Amber's Amber's only five foot one. She weighs 97 pounds, and she's got tiny wrists. So as she sat there in the holding cell, she realized that she could slip right out of the handcuffs. Then once she was free, she grabbed the keys from outside her cell, unlocked the door, and goodbye. Oh, she escaped. And the cops, the cops left her phone with her in her holding cell so she could arrange bail. So she had that, too. And who did she call? Well, it turns out Amber works as a prostitute. You don't say. And she called up one of her clients. He picked her up outside the jail, drove her to a hotel, paid her uh, 80 bucks for sex. Wait a minute. Time out. But. So he was the accomplice. She called and said, hey, I just not got out of jail. Come and pick me and up. And she still charged And he them. said, cool. She still she charged She didn't even them. give him. Not yeah. even a freebie. That's what you give Maybe him a it was freebie. a discount. Uh, maybe she's normally 160. Maybe, maybe 150. And, and she's like, all right, 80 bucks. You help me out. I'll give you a discount. I'll give you the friends and family. <laughs> oh, my God. But <laughs> that's the worst. But it was. <laughs> that's the worst. But it was the same hotel where she'd stolen the phone earlier. Oh, and get the out of here. staff recognized her and called the cops, and they came and picked Amber up. So now she's facing charges for escape and prostitution. I mean,. One poor decision, you know, that's going back to the same hotel. One poor decision. One poor decision, that's it. Uh, Here's something uh, new to worry about next time you fly. A Jet Airways flight in India was uh, forced to turn around after about 30 people just started bleeding from their noses and ears. What? Is Is that a coincidence? It was because of low pressure in the cabin. Wow. Listen, everybody wound wound up being okay. Apparently... I I didn't know the crew was in charge of this, but apparently the crew forgot to press a button to pressurize the cabin. And that's, there's that's news to me. That there's have videos from inside the plane showing passengers wearing oxygen masks, which you know automatically come down if there's a drop in pressure. And the science you want you want to know the science? 
The science behind this is that aircraft fly at an altitude where the air pressure is far lower than our bodies are used to, which also means there's less oxygen available for us to breathe. Because of this, planes are pressurized to simulate a lower altitude inside the cabin. And as the plane climbs to high altitude, the cabin is pressurized. And then it, then as it descends for landing, it is gradually depressurized. Low pressure is, is thinner. Low pressure air is thinner and drier, which can cause nosebleeds. I mean, it makes sense. But I didn't know that there was a button that they had to press. Well, now you know. They're just sitting there drinking real tiny cans of Coke, and they go, <laughs> We forgot hey, to do something. Hey, did you did you do this spiel about the life vest and the pull of the thing? Did and you the, see uh, the woman in 2A? Her ears are bleeding. <laughs> next hey, time, hey, guys, do your ears feel bloody? Next time they come by, would you like anything to drink? Yeah, I'd like a water, please. And did you hit the button? <laughs> you pressurized the cabin for me. That'd be great. Did you hit the button? Thank you. Hey, I need some earbuds for Men in Black, too. And um, if you could give me some a little bit of pressure, that'd be great, too, because I'd like that. Boy, this right here is a perfect Friday story. British woman on vacation uh, on an island off of Spain went to a doctor because she was feeling, let's say, weird after uh, going out partying with a group of friends a couple days earlier. Specifically, she was suffering pain in her uh, nether regions. Okay. Staff at the emergency room of the hospital made a pretty interesting discovery during an examination. They found a dead tortoise in there. Oh, my God. What? A dead tortoise in there. I hope you're not talking like a uh, like a giant sea tortoise. <laughs> you ever seen pictures from the Galapagos Islands? That's what not I was a... thinking. Yeah, um... Doctors said the pain was from an infection caused by the dead tortoise. But As for how it got in there? That's what I was going to say. The woman says she's got no idea. Talk about being hammered. Yeah. Now, the size of the tortoise has not been reported. And some reports even say it may have been a, a turtle rather than a tortoise. But does it really matter? It was a snapping turtle. And the police wound up being called uh, to question the woman over concern about how the animal ended up in her private parts, but that's all I know. That's a hell of a vacation. Jeez. So I'm. So this. That's getting at it. So la- last night I played softball, played co-ed softball, and uh, the girl on first base, she made this amazing, amazing stretch to get the ball. I mean, she was damn near in the splits. <clears throat> and when she get up, she, when she got up, she was like. I mean, physically in pain. You could see mm-hmm. that she was in pain, visibly in pain. And she was grabbing toward there. And somebody was like, oh, did you pull a hammy? And she was like, no, uh, my groin. And it, What about and it? it? She, I mean, she pulled her groin. No doubt about it. Like, no doubt about it. She could barely walk by the end of the night. But not even thinking about it, I, almost out loud, but I caught myself, I went, I went, Ooh man, that looked like it hurt. You should run. You should run around uh, and see if you can uh, and work it out. Rub some dirt on it. I was like, you should just. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that looked like it hurt. Just run, run around, run around, run around, and loosen it up. And I, I oh, I don't wanted, say that either. I wanted, to, I wanted to pass out. I wanted to pass out. Because I was like, I just almost damn near yelled in front of all these people. Do that in front of everybody. Hey, how often uh, do you get calls on your cell from numbers nearly identical to your own? A bunch. Oh, yeah, all the time. 
Now you've you've likely come to realize they're all scam calls. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a number just a couple off from you, yep. scam calls. And there's a tech firm called First Orion. They found that that mobile scam calls increased. Get ready for this for this number increased from 3.7. So of all the calls you get back in 2017. 3.7% of the calls you got were spam calls. Right. This year, it went from 3.7% to 29.2%. Oh, my God. So I was 29.2% of the phone calls you get are scam calls. I was going to say 20% because it seems like it is nonstop all day. And it's going to get worse. The company predicts the number of fraudulent cell phone number calls for 2019. So for next year, will be 44.6%. So almost half the calls you're going to get next year are going to be calls you don't even want. Spam calls. And lawmakers have taken notice of this issue, and they have their concerns. The uh, executive vice president of First Orion, he testified before Congress back in April. It was a hearing about robocalls. And he said, the fraudsters are very sophisticated, evolving their practices to avoid being labeled or blocked. As a result, we are in an arms race. Not a marathon, but a finish line. And it will be in it until we make it unprofitable. When I was in, in Orlando, I kept getting a 1-800 number that called me. And it was the same number. It wasn't different. It kept calling me five times a day. And so, like, on the th- second, maybe third day, I was like, maybe this is something like, you know, we're, we're, we were selling our house. We're buying a new house. So maybe I should answer this. And I answered, and I go, hello? And it was some lady who goes, hi, is this Joe? And I was like, Joe. And she goes, Joe Jones? And I was like, no, not Joe Jones. She goes, hmm, are you interested in switching your current ca- it, sable, a, cable and satellite provider to Xfinity? I'm like, was what? It, was it a real person or was it a- No, it was a real person. Like, it, oh, was, it wasn't one of those- I one the other day where it was- Hi. Boy, you sound younger and younger every time we talk. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Robo style? Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a robot. But and it was but, a woman's voice. But isn't that crazy? So they just called, threw out a random name, and when I was like, no, I'm sorry, you got the wrong number. And they were like, ah, we were trying to call and see if they wanted to extend their contract. Uh, are you currently happy with your cable and satellite a lot provider of phone or whatever? calls for surveys? No. Oh, I don't answer any of these things. Yeah, yeah but I, sometimes there are, there are calls that, you know. If I don't know the number, it is very rare that I answer. On the phone that don't come up as, you know, spam calls. Because they to, got that spam blocker thing be, on there. Yeah, because to me, even if it's a 314 or a 636 or a 618 number. You need me, if you'll they, text me or leave a message. That's my whole thing. If I they call and it is important, they will leave me a message. I just want to talk to somebody. <laughs> uh, did you, uh, anybody download the new uh, Apple update? I did. Uh, no, Scott did. I think Scott did. Yeah, yeah I did. Scott, I, have I did. I haven't. Yeah, I did. I love it. What's one of the cool features on there? Uh, the measure thing. The measure it's thing. It's so oh, damn cool. yeah. So Apple updated their operating system on the iPhones on Monday, and the update included a new app called Measure. And it's pretty neat. You aim your you aim your camera at an object, and the app uses this incredibly sophisticated technology to estimate. I mean, it's not exact, exact, but they estimate how long it is. So if I took my iPhone, I pointed it at the screen, the TV screen in front of me, it would tell me how big it is. Yeah, he did. We were doing it. We were testing it with doorways, and mm-hmm. there's like the leveler. And we yeah, were testing that. Oh, it's you, so you cool. Know, you know what the coolest thing about the measure app is? Is the fact that so let's say I want to hang a picture. I hold the picture on the wall. I take the phone and I measure it, and then I take the picture down. If I hold the phone up there, it still leaves the measure outline. So then you hang your nails. Holy and then put the picture back up. Wow. Game changer. Wow. 
I'm telling you, man. Where you at, Jeff? We are here. Where's, where's your Android? Where's we your Android? Here. Where's your message? The future's now, guys. So, I mean, you could use it for that. Hang in pictures. What are the what are people using this advanced tech to measure? If they don't They're say junk, it. of course. There's oh, no way it doesn't no. work like that. Based on what people have been posting on social media, that's pretty much the first use every guy thinks of. I didn't think of it. And plenty of them aren't shy when it comes to think no, when it comes to talking about it. That's what everybody's talking about on the internet. It's measuring their junk with a new measure device. There's nothing to talk about for me. That's why I didn't think about it. <laughs> Does not compute. <laughs> Move camera closer. Yeah, not level. Move camera closer. <laughs> and that's your news brought to you by Travis RV and Automotive Group. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, Moon has your sports today. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. We'll get to, uh, well, let's get to yesterday's game first. Let's get right to it. Something happened last night that hasn't happened in 635 days. The Cleveland Browns actually won a game. How about that? Browns played, other team lost. That hasn't happened, like I said, 635. It didn't really catch everybody by surprise because uh, Vegas actually had them as a three-point favorite against the New York Jets. The Jets. And that was the first time in three years the Browns were favored to win uh, a home game. They needed help. Backup rookie quarterback Baker Mayfield. The Jets are up 14 to nothing. I'm thinking, cool, I made the right guess because I went back and forth this in my This was, by the way, they say one of the worst worst games played ever really they said it was just boring and horrible yeah and it was expected to be i went back and forth and everybody was saying this is kind of a 50 50 thing except for vegas with the three points jets up 14 and nothing before halftime when brown's quarterback tyrod taylor two first names left the game with a head injury taylor had been horrendous brown's fans were chanting for mayfield to uh, make his big debut anyway so uh, baker entered with 145 left in the half and immediately breathed life uh, breathed life into this brown's offense uh, Browns went down the field, got a field goal. Then when they came back out in the second half, Mayfield proved it wasn't a fluke. First big play, catch, uh, caught a pass for a successful two-point conversion. Basically the Philly special thrown by receiver Jarvis Landry. Uh, so trick plays. So mm-hmm. I guess that's pretty much the only exciting thing that happened in the game. No, I think once Baker Mayfield came into the game, he's an exciting player, and it should be his team. He finished the game. Give him the shot at least. Yeah, 17 to 23 passes for 201 yards. Didn't have a touchdown pass, but pretty much all of his throws right on the money. He looked really, really good. Browns won 21-17 with their week one tie. This makes them the 14th team in history to have the record of 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Steelers started the season 1-1-1 one, one, and one in 1974, and they actually went on to win the Super Bowl as one of the big, famous uh, Steelers teams. So there's hope, I guess. For the Brown- well, here are the highlights from last night. Down by three, third and goal. Heisman Trophy winner Baker Mayfield has this crowd in a frenzy, and the Browns up four. On second down and 12, Darnold airs it out. Downfield pass is... Darnold. Darnold! (laughs) Picked by Mitchell. Browns are going to win. Mayfield and the Browns get the win over the Jets. He didn't win alone. Apparently, there's some lucky possum. You know, we have rally squirrel. Oh, yeah. Uh, they found a, pa- a possum um, caught by the fans. Unclear fans or why anybody was touching it, but they were all grabbing it and like, hey, I saw this is it. Gross. Did you see uh, <laughs> Isaiah Crowell's touchdown? No. He's fr- he used to play for the Browns. I think so. Like back in the day. And now he's on the Jets. He scored a touchdown and he took the football. He wiped his ass. No. <laughs> he got a flag, and they're saying he might get fined for it. <laughs> Talk about the no-fun league, guys. 
Uh, oh uh, my God! Somebody just real quick. I'm sorry, and I know this is in sports. Somebody just emailed the show and said, "Measure app Android gotten in September of 2016." Uh, of course. Welcome to 2016, guys. Hey, who cool. had uh, in all the pick'em challenge? Pick'em challenge. Who had the Browns? Not me. Nope. Scott, you have the Browns. Ah, oh, who said yesterday they were going to Brown Town? This guy right here. Oh. I, I'm telling you, I hope you lose because I can't do this all year. I wonder who Donnie. I had. hope you lose soon. Speaking of Donnie and his crappy Bills, we can't crap on the Browns without crapping on the Bills. Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Jordan Matthews just had a baby, and he didn't necessarily plan on being a father. Used to play for Donnie's Bills, and there was nothing better to do in Buffalo but get it on. He said, quote, there was nothing to do except have fun with your wife. She got pregnant, so we always saw, or we always say that we had a Buffalo baby. Uh, the kid will be the only memorable thing from Jordan's time in Buffalo. He was there for only one season, and he caught just 25 passes for 285 282 yards, and then got injured and put on injury. He's injured right. Reserve. I've been to Buffalo. It's terrible. Buffalo is not fun. It's uh, they need a good team for something to do. All right, let's go over some of these uh, some of these picks real quick. Okay, you got your uh, picks in front of you. I do. All right, Saints Falcons. 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 Saints. You would. Eagles Colts. Uh, we're, Eagles. We're going Eagles. 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 Bengals Panthers. I'm going the Panthers here. I went Panthers as well, even Panthers. though I want the Bengals to win. Texans, Giants. I went Giants. I went. Ooh. I went Texans. Oh, I think I did too. I went Texans. Only because it was home. How about 49ers, Chiefs? I mean, uh, because the Texans were beat up a Giants. I went Chiefs. Chiefs uh, I went Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Uh, Rams, Chargers. Rams, Rams obviously. That's an easy Rams. One. Cowboys, Seahawks. 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 Cowboys. Cardinals, Bears. Bears. Cardinals are awful this year. Yeah, Bears. I'll tell you, this game's going to be pretty good. It's the uh, the Monday Nighter. Steelers, Buccaneers. Buccaneers. I went Buccaneers. Ryan Fitzpatrick's last game playing for a job Steelers somewhere else. Steelers have not won a game yet. Yep. The Buccaneers have They're swords. They're due. Steelers for me. And accents. We'll see. <laughs> yes, we will. We'll see. Uh, if you haven't made your picks yet, you can still do so, even though you'll be down one. 1057thepoint.com slash picks. Uh, speaking of uh, seeing things, the mascot for University of Colorado Boulder got carted off the field. Yes, the mascot carted off the field. I, I think he still had the head on as well. Yep. Uh, at the football game last week and after shooting himself in the groin with the T-shirt cannon. Now, he didn't do it on purpose. See the video of this? Oh, yeah. Dude, the, the video is awesome, and it's loud, too. And he didn't shoot himself. He It backfired like a shot of compressed air, and it looks like it did some major oh, damage. Did. He went this, down immediately. Yeah, those guys are trained to, like, you know, twist a knee or something. Keep going because it's all about He whatever. went down like a sack of potatoes. He went down bad. Do we have time to go over this this list real quick, or you want to move yeah, on? Yeah, that's real quick. Uh, we got a great list for the 12th straight year. Dallas Cowboys, of course, sit atop the Forbes list of NFL's most valuable franchises. I didn't want to even let you guess on that because everybody would guess the Cowboys. I would have, you know what? I would have said Cowboys or the Patriots. Estimated at $5 billion, and of course the runner-up is the Patriots at $1.2 billion. Huge gap there. Giants number three. Top 10. Giants are number three at $3.3 billion. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Patriots have 3.8. All right, so... What, one more time, what is, the, what is the official title of the list? So this is most Forbes' list team. of NFL's most valuable franchises. There's the Rams have to be one, up there now, I think. $1.2 billion difference in one and two. Three is the Giants at 3.3. Number four... Los Angeles Rams, oh, wow. three point two wow. billion. Uh, you gotta think. 
big market team, Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears, number seven, $2.9 billion. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, not on the list. Ooh. Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders, nowhere near the list. God, I think big markets. Big Los markets. Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers, nowhere near the list. The Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins, number five, $3.1 billion. That's not the preferred nomenclature. Philly. Philadelphia, number 10 at $2.75 billion. You guys are missing... Um, not Detroit. One that Pittsburgh. I don't... No, Pittsburgh's not on there. Oh. One that I think you're going to kind of kick yourself, and a couple that are kind of surprising. Seattle. Hot. Seattle's not on there. Hotline of Falcons. Nope. Oh, good one. There are no birds. Houston Texans. Except for the Eagles. Uh, Houston Texans, $3.8 billion, number nine. You guys are missing number eight and number six. Number six. Detroit. Uh, Detroit, so nowhere Vikings, no. From your Jets. Nebula, that's right. New York uh, Jets, Jets $2.85 billion. Did you guys say the Bears? Yeah. yeah. Bears are number seven. You're missing number six, and this is sort of obvious. Think of Dynasty back in the day. Come on, guys. Not the Bills. No. No, no, no. Not that. But before before there was Brady. Not the Packers. Before there was Brady, there was a, there was a Steve out there. That oh, was 49ers. There you go. And then Montana, of course. Number six, San Francisco 49ers, $3.05 billion. I am Moon. That's sports because everybody likes playing with balls. There is Udo Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of My Mutual Mortgage and MLS number 12901. You know, we've been to uh, Stewart, Florida before, haven't we? No? <laughs> I think we have. Stewart, Florida for... Uh, oh, I thought you news. meant like personally we have been there. I'm like, uh... No, we're in the, the Headline Hoosh fan. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah we've been, we've been here, there. yeah. Stewart, Florida where a resident in a neighborhood called the Martin County Sheriff's Office to complain about a gentleman who's been doing his yard work and walking around his property completely naked. Okay. And deputies say that there's nothing they can do. Deputies say that as long as he's not touching himself inappropriately, they can't do anything because he's on his own property. And one neighbor talked to the news and described a scene where he was bending over and winding up a hose, which I can only imagine what that was about. Well, a TV station spoke of the guy who declined to be interviewed on camera, and he said he wasn't interested because he and his family were private people. Okay. Even though he's walking around naked doing I'm private in my backyard. <laughs> Seems to be a Florida thing. There you go. From Stewart, Florida. That's your headline news. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. All right, so we got some stuff to give away. We got tickets for the Stone Sour Show. It's the Stone Sour Red Rock and Blue USO Benefit Concert with special guest Shaman's Harvest. That's tomorrow night over the pageant. And we also have a pair of tickets for the Battle of Bush Finals, which is next Tuesday. Cards and Brewers. Live music in the new Budweiser Terrace before the first pitch, hosted by Donnie. I know I'll be down there featuring the four Battle of Bush finalists. So we got tickets for both, uh, both those things. We'll do a, a quick little round of were you paying attention after the break. If you want to play 3146Walker, that's 3146Walker. If you were paying attention this week, this should be easy. Patrico is going to ask you a question, one question about what happened on the show this week. It could be anything. If you get the question right, it's your choice of tickets. Stone Sour, Battle of Bush. 3146. What an exciting day so far, huh, fellas? Oh, yeah. Exciting. exciting. I mean, we announced the Riz Show Live event. 
first ever, one night only. What do we call it? One night only and a total uncensored cluster F. Yeah. <laughs> That's the official title of the show. Friday night, October 26th over at Pops. A no-holds-barred night of weirdo fun. A ton of your favorite segments go from the studio to the stage at Pops, including a live reel or fake and matchup with Moon, Dottie's Week in Rage and more. Plus, after the whole Riz Show Live thing is over, a special performance by Greek Fire. That's right. The return of Greek Fire Live. You have to be 21 or older to get in. Tickets officially on sale Monday at 10 a.m. All the details, 1057thepoint.com slash Live. One word, Live. But if you are a Team Riz member, my recommendation is to uh, keep checking your, your email this weekend. Same, same for the people that have pledged for the uh, for the new Greek Fire record. Check you your may, emails. You may have something special on that inbox. Were you paying attention? All right, so we have a comedian. Is it comedian? Is it guru? Is it self-help? Everything. Expert, life coach, everything. Everything expert. Uh, JP Sears will be here shortly. But first, uh, let's give away some stuff. So we got tickets to go see. Where's my sheet here? We got tickets to go see Stone Sour. Over at the pageant tomorrow, it's the Red Rock and Blue USO Benefit Concert with Shaman's Harvest. We also have tickets to our uh, final Battles at Bush game. That's over at the, uh, the stadium next Tuesday, the 25th. Cards and Brewers. Live music in the new Budweiser Terror before Terror. Terrace before the first pitch, hosted by Donnie Fandango, featuring the four Battle of Bush finalists. So we do it every Friday. It's called Were You Paying Attention? So Patrico today is going to ask you guys on the phone a question. One question. It's about something that happened on the show this week. Get the question right. Your choice of tickets. If uh, if you really enjoy the questions, Riz, I came up with every single one of them. If you do not like them, Burton emailed them to me. So. Is that true? Yes. No. <laughs> All right, the phone number is 3146-WALKER. That's 3146-WALKER. 3146925537. If the phones are busy, just uh, keep trying. We're, we're, we'll power through these. All right, let's go to Robert on line one. Bobby, it's Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. How's it going? All right, Robert, here you go. Your question. We played a new song from which one of Moon's bands? Greek Fire. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled you. All right, what do you want? Uh, Battle at Bush. All right, Battle of Bush, you are going, my You're friend. Have a great time. Tuesday, it's the Brewers and Cardinals over at the stadium. Hang on one second. That was a gimme. Easy one. Are these are these are all gimmies? I think we're going to give away a lot of tickets. Okay. All right. How about uh, Vince in Granite City? What's Vince. That? Hey, Vince. What's hey, up? Vince. All right. Here you go. Your question. Who got shot in the tushy for coming in last in the football pick'em challenge this week? I do believe that was you. You was do believe correct, sir. All right. All right. A pair of tickets given out. What do you want? Let's do Stone Sour tomorrow. You got You're going to have a great time. Red I Rock so. and Blue USO benefit concert over at the pageant with uh, Shaman's Harvest. Hang on one second. Vince. That's Vince. Anything uh, Anything particularly difficult? Uh, there's one that might be a tad difficult. Well, maybe see. two. These last two are a little more difficult than the other one. Oh yeah. Well, I think that last one's a little tough. The last one is tough. Go with go with this one though. I okay. think I think All that's right. a really good. Okay. One. Got it. We're All good. right. How about Kyle? What's up, Kyle? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well so far. All right. Here's your question. Kyle, 
Riz had tickets to what concert this week, but did not go? The Taylor Swift concert. Was it Taylor Swift? Damn right it was. There you go. That's a good question, too. Kyle, what do you want? Uh, Do you guys saw Battle at Bush? Damn right. Last pair. Going to you. Heck yeah. Battle of Bush. You're going to have a great time. Over at the stadium. Hang on one second. Thank you, guys. So far, we're doing all right? Yeah. Let's do one more. Uh, Corey in Granite City. Corey. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Corey. Hey, Corey. All right, your question. King Scott released a new song and video. The name of the song is... I, I don't know that one. Ooh, no, no. It's a cover. It's a cover from his group 2SG. Yep. This, this is a tough one. This is a uh, this is a tough question. So King Scott's group 2SG. What's well, King Scott Mark from Greek Fire? 2SG put out the video for their cover song. Matt, do you know the answer? Uh, what was it? I'm sorry again. King again. Scott. King Scott uh, released a new song and video from his group. Uh, I'll call it a super group. 2SG. The name of the song is. Oh my God! I heard the song, but I can't remember it. Not gonna, not gonna work for it's me. So catchy. How do you not remember it? Uh, Andy. Just, just kidding. I mean, morning. Andy, do you need the question again? Yes, please. King Scott released a new song and video for his band 2SG. The name of the song is. Oh God! It's um. That's the second oh single. It's um. <laughs> and the. Uh, I think I, I heard know. you say you got the touch, right? Is the that touch, what you said? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Hey! You got it. Hey! The touch. There you go. Got it. Just throwing them out the window. Wow, right? crazy. <laughs> all right, hang on one second. We'll get you all hooked up. We got no more time for this. He's gonna have a good time. He's gonna have a great time. No, we're gonna get the show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back to the Riz Show. We have a guest in here. His name is Mr. JP Sears. Hey! He is at Helium Comedy Club. He's got two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. How would would one describe you? It's a good question. I think majestic has mm-hmm. to be the first word in any description that I'm describing of how other people would describe me. Mm-hmm. A comedian, YouTuber, dolphin-like human with blue eyes. I mean, You could be King Scott's brother. Thank you. I don't know who that That's is. That, but guy, that looks just likely. Okay, like just, the King Scott, yes. The King Scott in there. He's got the long red mane. Yeah. There are people have been through a lot. I mean, a lot of people don't appreciate what it's like to grow up a ginger. I mean, all kinds of sunburn. Uh-huh. The only one at the pool swimming with his shirt on, which just negates all your social status uh-huh. like that. So it's a lot of adversity to overcome. Yeah. So Scott and I are the strongest people I know. Yeah, if you want to know what JP right looks now. like, just see a picture of King Scott. And <laughs> it's like mirror images, am I right? Yeah. It's it's very, very, very close. No, but when, when you describe, like when, when I was trying to describe what you do, I mean, you're, you're a spiritual advisor, you're a life coach, you're a YouTuber, a comedian, you have a ton of videos out there. And uh, I, I would recommend going to YouTube and just type in JP Sears. And just, I think one of the last videos you did was uh, you were explaining why St. Louis, our Fairburg, St. Louis, Missouri, is not one of, but the most progressive city in the country. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit about that? Because I, I, I never heard of St. Louis being described that way. Okay. Well, 100%. I think all the evidence is there. <laughs> all you have to do is look at it. I mean... You start with the St. Louis Arch, which is just an an amazing feat of engineering where it's basically a bridge that's built 
that takes you nowhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, engineering of the past, they build things that are useful, but I think the progressive way of doing it is you build things that are not useful. It just makes more of a statement. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I, I think the, the fact that everybody's so proud of is 2017 St. Louis has the highest murder rate per capita mm -hmm. in the U.S. But the way I look at it is that's just assisted reincarnation, which is <laughs> which is helpful. I don't know how well that stands We're up in court. We're sending people to other places. Uh -huh. It's more so spiritual. Places. I never even thought of it. That. If you just take everything, just look at it a different way. I think we're looking at everything wrong. Yeah, I, I agree. That's why I like to look at things from my point of view and then brainwash people to see things the way I see uh -huh. them. Yes. <laughs> it's it's helpful based on what I tell them. If we could just see everything through your eyes, we, we would all be different people. <laughs> <laughs> and we would need to pray for ourselves. But also, uh, one other thing that I'm extremely just impressed by was St. Louis's, is that how you say it? St. Louis's uh, progressiveness? Louis. Yes. Apostrophe S is the the Mexican food <laughs> down on Cherry Street, Cherokee Street. Like, I mean, of course, St. Louis is really known for Mexican uh, food, not uh, Mexico right. or San Diego, Southern California, <laughs> but right in St. Louis. So that makes sense to me. I, yeah. Listen, I always thought Cherokee Street, you know, I, you know, maybe Los Angeles or... No, Cherokee Street, huh, is... Uh, Oh, it's got great Mexican food. Great Just don't Mexican get it to food. go because your car won't be there when you get back. That's fair enough. Oh, I'm Ubering <laughs> everywhere. Huh. So. See, maybe if we look at it through JP's eyes, it's they're taking your car so you could walk, so you could so you could uh, roam. And get you a little more exercise. You could Absolutely. roam the city more. Absolutely. And you're providing your vehicle for some other good Samaritan to go around and probably do good deeds around the city after uh -huh. they commit Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> so I, I, did, think I, did I, hear, I did hear that story about the guy that stole the car because he was late uh, uh, donating blood. He had to get to the blood donation center and he mm -hmm. stole a car to get there quicker. So. Of course. I mean, I think we all feel so much passion when we're going to donate blood. Like I'd be willing to commit a felony yes. to get this pint of blood off my shoulders and into someone else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Have you been to a Burning Man before? You seem like a guy that would be a Burning Man type of guy. Like, thank you. I'm both complimented and insulted by uh -huh. that at the same time. <laughs> well, I know because it's, it's too much sun and... <laughs> No, I, I haven't been to Burning Man. I've been to many other hippie festivals. In uh -huh. Burning Man, I'm getting progressive, progressively more and more peer pressure to go. And I am interested. And part of it is like it's a trendy thing to do. I don't know if it would actually be interesting. But the like no joke, the, the part that's I'm most resistant to is you're in the middle of the desert and I'm I'm the most, most Caucasian person I know. Mm -hmm. So me and sun don't mix that's too it, yeah. well. Yeah, a lot of sunblock. Yeah. Have you been to Burning Man? No, no, that's not for me. No, it didn't. I don't like to leave my house. <laughs> so I, go, I go from my house to here, and that's so really, that's you, really it. You're more into agoraphobia. Yeah, yes, that's that's, cool. that's me. <laughs> well, no, it's you. For the, there's a guy just walking around with a giant blanket over himself. Just a huge blanket walking through the desert. That's got to be JP or another ginger. Yeah, or it's Moses. Uh, by the way, uh, my people don't like to be called ginger oh, unless, unless you, you are a uh, ginger. See, I see. And that's uh, not the proper nomenclature. Uh, yeah. It, wow. Well, of all the people. He's you're, it. Hey, you're rude. Yeah. Hey, I'm related to one. D don't call us the G word. And earlier, I, I, I have a little little bone to pick with y'all. Saying Scott and I look the same. Mm -hmm. We don't all look the same. Even though we look identical. <laughs> hey, I, I know you followed it up with a punchline, but he is so serious about that. 
we've been telling we've been we've been telling Scott like, dude, it's your doppelganger, you know, with the the long hair. And uh, he's not too happy about that. He thinks he, you're biting off he, his style. He thinks you're extremely good looking. What year did Scott grow his hair long? Scott, come in here. Oh, it's okay. It's a grow off. Ooh, it's a grow off. We got ourselves a grow off, <laughs> guys. I don't know if you want to take on his hair though, because you got flat you gotta, you gotta, you gotta down to the floor. He has beautiful hair. Gorgeous. Huh? It's like a, you know, it's both of you guys. It's like an angel kissed your head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, let it free. Take it out and let it free. The hair. Yes, Scott. The yeah, hair. Yeah, your hair. Look <laughs> yeah. at how gorgeous that is. So your hair is definitely longer, Scott, but that also makes me wonder, like, why are you growing your hair longer than mine? Are you just more insecure, trying to make more of a statement Ooh, for your hair? It is. Bringing it. No, I'm a big uh, fan of your your yoga videos and stuff, so I started growing it. No, I grew it out. <laughs> no, just kidding. It the boring it. story is I used to live in L.A., and I play music as well, and I couldn't book shows, and I kind of got a feeling I should start growing my hair out and switch things up, and I did. Started booking shows instantly. That that makes sense. So how long ago did you start growing your hair long? It's been almost five years now. Okay, so yeah. I, I trump you on that. Oh, yeah. oh damn. damn. You copycat. I'm, I'm 2011, bro. <laughs> <sighs> but I think there is something to be said, especially about long red hair. One of my worst fears, and I have dreams about this sometimes, is like my hair gets cut somehow. I don't know if there's like, you know, people steal your car in St. Louis and then they cut your hair, uh -huh. if that's a, a thing. But I worry about that because I do think the the long hair is good for business. You know, yeah. you're at music and I'm into the arts with mm -hmm. videos and comedy. So I think it makes you just more recognizable because perhaps the work we're doing is more forgettable. You should get it insured. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know, what is it? Jennifer Lopez has her ass insured. Is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jennifer the, Lopez has her ass insured. There's a few famous actresses and, and, and uh, singers that have their hair insured. You should get your hair insured. I'll take out a $15 insurance policy <laughs> on my hair. <laughs> now, just watching some of your videos, a lot of how-to videos yeah. uh, you put out there. So one of my favorites is, and maybe you could touch upon this, how would one go about getting Instagram famous? Yeah, you know, there's... First thing you need to do is buy yourself a thong, you know, swallow the pride, buy yourself a thong, and then post every picture that you take on Instagram, post it of you in a thong. Because I, I, I don't think getting Instagram famous has to do with delivering inspiration or anything of value, mm -hmm. but having, delivering photos of you in a thong to appeal to people's primal sense of sexuality is what will engage an audience to want to watch your stuff. Hmm. That's what I've done. And that's how you became Instagram famous. That's absolutely what I tell people. Uh, I'm yeah. also I'm also somebody uh, that wants to be woke. Yeah. And I, what I'm hearing is you are the guy to go to for just instructions on how to become woke. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I'm there yet. Yeah. I think I may be close. You... Um, you're not. Okay. You're not. Uh, but I appreciate your humbleness and mm -hmm. thinking that you are. You know, I, I, I want you to know that I'm a humble guy. Uh, I'm the most humble person I know, but I don't really like to talk about it. Uh -huh. But yeah, how to get woke, I think it has to do with walking around with a, a sense of certainty about everything you talk about. And that certainly makes you a joy to be around. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think there's an absolute correlation between our sense of self-righteous certainty and 
us speaking the truth. And I think that makes us woke. And I think also being willing to make the sacrifice and get outraged and offended. Anytime someone says something that threatens an inherent insecurity that you have or threatens a belief that you Mm -hmm. have, I think that's a good time to get offended. And that helps build your Mm -hmm. (laughs) wokefulness. Now, maybe if I go around pretending to be gluten intolerant, would that make me more woke? It definitely would. And, you know, I, I just want to, everybody out there who's listening, who's gluten intolerant, I just want to thank you for your service to our country. You're just really making a difference in ways that uh, I, I don't know that we'll ever comprehend or that we'll ever feel the difference. But it's a great, great service you're doing and mostly a burden to other people in your lives. And <laughs> <laughs> I remember... When I came out and told my parents that I'm gluten intolerant, my my dad's just shaking his head and my mom starts crying and they were looking at me like I had some kind of a disease. Uh-huh. And I just I, you guys need to accept me for who I am. This is not a disease. Then the next week I went to my doctor and she told me it is a disease, but I uh-huh. don't think my parents need to know that. Uh-huh. And uh it, well it's finally it's it's you know, it's 2018 and me you guys are out and proud. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I'm actually trying to progress my condition. Now I'm to the point where I'm intolerant to people who can tolerate gluten, mm. <laughs> which is giving me good results. Mm. So I, I think everybody out there, I just hope that I can inspire you a little bit mm-hmm. to be at least a little bit intolerant to food that tastes good. Mm-hmm. Now, what to you, what what to you does it mean to be a social justice warrior? Yeah, you know, I think being willing to stand for nothing <laughs> while attacking people who do stand for something. I mean, that's really what you stand for when you're a social justice warrior. I stand for standing for nothing. And how dare you have an opinion about what you stand for? I'm going to cut you down. But of course, you you want to make sure to do all that cutting down in the safe space of online interactions Mm -hmm. Uh, behind your keyboard. The last thing you want to do is actually have enough integrity to speak your mind in person with Mm -hmm. someone. So I think those are important notes to take on being a social justice warrior. Any questions? Because I know you're wanting to maybe start being an an SJW. I was thinking about it. I was thinking my typing skills aren't great, though. So I I was really, really struggling with becoming a social justice warrior with having poor typing skills. But well, you know, I I think that's a a good point you bring up. I don't think being a social justice warrior, an effective one at that, it's not so much like getting 120 words per minute on the keyboard. It's it's how aggressive you type the keys that you are hitting. <laughs> okay. So you can get by with 50 words a minute, but how much aggression goes into each keystroke, that's really what you want to focus Fantastic. on. Because I think that carries through to the message boards online and mm-hmm. the videos and the comments section. Do I have to type in all caps? You don't have to, but it's just like saying, if you want to go to heaven, do you have to worship Santa Claus? I'd recommend it. (laughs) I'd recommend it, bro. Exactly. (laughs) All right, J.P. Sears is here. He's at uh, Helium. He's got two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. So it's 7.30, 10 o'clock tonight, 7.30 and uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow. Heliumcomedy.com. He's got all the uh, ticket info. You could stick around for a couple minutes? Yes. I would love your take on uh, celebrity news. Yeah. <laughs> I love my take on that. Because you, listen, you seem to be a guy that's, you know, that's hip to 
pretty much what's going on in Hollywood and entertainment. I really pretend to have my thumb on the pulse mm-hmm. of what's going on <laughs> in pop culture. <laughs> so like do what, we. You know, what, what, what do you listen to? What kind of music are you into? You know, I I haven't listened to new music in years. I'm stuck on the Dave Matthews band. I mean, I just listen to Dave Matthews like I have some kind of condition. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm loving it. So mm. that's my music, man. Well, you should be great with this next coming segment. <laughs> <laughs> and now, crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, folks. J.P. Sears is here. So very nice to have you here. Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me. Would you consider yourself a modern hippie? I like that. You know, no, no. Okay. I, <laughs> I like to I like to dabble in the hippie uh-huh. culture, yet I don't like to be immersed in it, so I don't self-identify uh, as a hippie. Damn it. I thought that was a thing. I thought that was trying to think of a way to describe them. Mm, modern ma- hippie. Okay, majestic. Didn't you hear me earlier? Yeah, he did I say majestic. Like I don't like it. <laughs> There can only be one majestic person in this room. This guy. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Helium Comedy Club. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. HeliumComedy.com. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And Crap on Celebrities brought to you by Amco Ranger Pest Control, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Let's start by talking about crazies. And we'll talk about Kanye in a minute, but I'm not talking about names that you really heard of. But damn, I mean, crazies. Beyonce Knowles, her former drummer, is actually a a lady from St. Louis named Kimberly Thompson. And she attempted to get a restraining order against Queen Bey, alleging, quote, extreme witchcraft, dark magic, and magical spells of sexual molestation. Thoughts? I would like to have Beyonce do all that to me. (laughs) Where do you sign up for that? So this woman, uh, she went to Pattonville High School, and she also claims that the pop star put magic spells on her lovers and Beyonce murdered her pet kitten. I wouldn't discount any of this stuff, by the way. Yeah. I, okay. I, I think this conspiracy theory goes right up like with the moon landing hoax, uh. which we definitely didn't land on, by the way. <laughs> so you may you may have actually seen this woman and not even known it because uh, not only was she the drummer for Beyonce, but she was also once the house drummer for Late Night with Seth Meyers for their that band. Oh, that's a woman that's that's obviously in some. It appears that her career and her life has gone off the rails and in, in some trouble mentally. She has been posting videos on her YouTube page that now have since been deleted, but they were like she was basically interviewing herself, answering her own questions, and then asking herself questions and getting confused and not knowing how to answer I'm, them. I almost don't want to make fun because it's no, no, no. I'm not making fun at all. That's, it's got some issues. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think we should move on from the subject of my ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yes. Uh, how about this? A 26-year-old Texas guy uh, has been arrested for sending threatening letters to Taylor Swift in which he bragged about plans that he had to rape and kill her. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Also showed up at her record label in Nashville. Oh, we took this crap on dark. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we were talking about crazies. Oof. Uh, this dude, his name is Eric. He was charged Thursday with stalking and uh, sending communications. Right you got it. Keep going. He is uh, currently in custody in Texas. He'll be brought to Tennessee at a later date. If he's convicted, he faces up to five years in jail and $250,000 fine. Wow, okay. Yep. Uh, Danny DeVito. Now, we're not talking crazies when we're talking Danny DeVito, but, I mean, if you watch Always Sunny, there's a touch of that. He claims he once saved Michael Douglas's life by sucking snake venom out of his hand. 
on the talk yesterday. Danny said it happened when they were filming uh, Romancing the Stone. And Michael was being a hot shot, and for some reason, he grabbed the snake, and it bit him on the hand, and Danny was very thankful that it was the hand where the snake bit him. <laughs> All right. We were doing Romancing the Stone, mm-hmm. and, um, and Michael grabs the snake, and I say, Michael, don't t- touch that snake. Whack. No. The snake bites him on the hand. Oh. And the, the guy gets it off. I always heard that the best thing to do is, you know, you, you suck the poison out yeah. right away. So I did. Oh, I grabbed his hand. No. I sucked the penis. Yeah, I'm spitting all over the place. Uh-huh. And I said, boy, it's a good thing this didn't bite you on balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think he is losing it because that's weird. Neither of them were in that movie. Uh, Stop that. You know, I don't know if you knew this or not, JP, but uh, Danny DeVito is Moon's spirit animal. Is that right? Well, I am a twin, apparently, with all the short jokes. (laughs) You you look the same, only he's taller. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You too? Good God. And Uh, remember, he gets to do Rhea Perlman whenever he wants. You're right there. That's true. Lucky. Uh, So Kanye West, he has uh, gone off the deep end once again. He says he is out of his dark place, but yet he says that uh, Drake, Nick, Cannon and Tyson Beckford need to stop talking about him and his wife immediately. Uh, he went after um, Nick Cannon pretty hard because Nick Cannon used to date Kim Kardashian back in the day. So when he gets interviewed, people ask him about Kim Kardashian. And uh, Kanye says he needs to stop bringing that up. I just wanted to express some things that were not sitting right with my spirit. Now that I'm about the sunken place, I can think and I could just be yay and just express how I feel. There's a couple things that I want to address. First of all, I want to address Nick Cannon. I understand that uh, you used to date my wife, but, you know, you get in an interview, don't mention my wife. If someone brings my wife up, you say, hey, I respect that man. I'm not speaking on that. Don't be making no suggestions like nobody my wife. Mm. Yeah, so he went after all three of them. He actually got a response from Nick Cannon as well. And uh, it it seems like this is just kind of some unnecessary beef because Nick Cannon, while he defended himself, was actually pretty cool about it. First off, let me say um, welcome back, yay, from the sunken place. It's a beautiful thing. Glad you're back with his brother. Nothing but love and respect for it. You know, I always had that. Uh, But I honestly got to say this, my dude. Um... I've never said anything disrespectful or harmful to your, in my opinion, to your your marriage or your union. I salute it. Keep it going. Uh, but you're not going to tell me what I can and what I can't say. I'm a solid individual. Somebody asked me a question. I'm going to answer it. You know, Nick Cannon is now wearing turbans. I don't know if he wasn't in this video. He's uh, taken to wearing turbans, yeah. which I think he's trying to get to be uh, a thing. Yeah. I think he was just going for the role. Weren't they casting for uh, Mike Tyson's punch out? And he was going. What was what was the uh, what was the fighter? Great that, Tiger or something like that. Maybe so. Yeah, I would think you know wearing a turban would be a very hipster thing to do. It in some circles it could be. I'm a little behind the time. So is Yay Kanye's nickname? Yes. Okay. Yay well, or Jesus? Welcome to 2018. JP. There you go. Appreciate y'all having me. Hey, nice to see you here. <laughs> uh, Moon, you mentioned Mike Tyson's punch out. Well, speaking of video games. Um, this is a very easy, easy, easy quiz for you. What song is this video game from? No, other way around. Huh? That's that's that's. What it. video game is this song oh, from? Okay, yeah. Is it Mike Tyson's Punch Out? It is Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yep. You kidding me? I was predicting the future. I'm ahead of the times. Do you know how much Mike Tyson made for that game? Wasn't it? It was either ridiculously nothing. I think it was nothing. 
$50,000. Oh, wow. That's it. Boy. Now, this game came out after he was the champ. But the problem is, is he signed the deal in before. 1980, but in 1986 before he won the belt. Oh. Man. And what a shame. He could have had tens of millions of additional dollars to blow on stuff and <laughs> yeah. today. The tigers and... Uh, Man, that's a shame. Tiger, yeah. And uh, and finally here, uh, if LeBron James left Cleveland to go to L.A. to become a Hollywood superstar, especially with the Space Jam movie, um, it's pretty good for him because he has already made the list of most powerful people in entertainment before the movie even came out at number 75. Number one, I don't even know if you would get it, because it's not like a actor. I think I know the answer. So this is the most powerful person in entertainment. Inter- in entertainment, yep. And this Thoughts? is according to the Hollywood Reporter. I got to go either The Rock or Oprah. Oprah's number eighteen. Okay. So that's a good guess. The Rock is number thirty-eight. I, I know the. Answer. I'm offended if The Rock is number thirty-eight. You see, but here's the thing: you're gonna focus on. Actors, actresses. Think about all of entertainment. Entertainment. Okay, so we're talking about like producers. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is this is once I tell you, you're gonna go, okay. The most powerful person in entertainment. Who is the most powerful person? Somebody that owns Warner Brothers or Close. Uh, or, or NBC. The guy's name Close. is Bob Iger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney. Disney. Head of Disney. Okay. That makes sense. So he's number one. Now you mentioned Oprah at number eighteen. She's probably the most notable name on that list. Once you get past number one, all the way to eighteen, it's all producers, directors, uh, uh, just people that own companies. Is Les Moonves like on the list? He is not. He so is not. Basically, the top seventeen people are all Illuminati behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Yes, and then you are one hundred percent correct there. Cool. That's right. Yep. <laughs> number nineteen is the guy who created American Horror Story, Ryan Murphy. Uh, then Lost creator J.J. Abrams is the next notable name at number 32. Is this my year? Is this finally my year? Close. Uh, Donald Glover, number 42. Uh, Ellen at number 44. Uh, Jordan Peele at 55. All the way down. Kind of dropping. You know, this this list was put out after or before we made the uh, Rich Show Live announcement. That is true. So we'll have to look here. Rhea Perlman, speaking of her, is she top 100? She is not. Uh, Number 90, Will Ferrell. Uh, Number 94, Michael B. Jordan. And number 96 is Tom Cruise. Will Ferrell is is top 100? Mm -hmm. Yep. And again, you got to think of how many things he has his hands on behind the scenes. So him and Adam McKay and all that the stuff know, that they I do guess. together. A lot. He's executive producer for a lot oh, of stuff. I didn't stuff. know that. I didn't yeah. know that. And you said Tom Cruise was... Number 96. Wow. That's disappointing. Scientology is not as powerful as I thought it was. Ah. <laughs> uh, in theaters this weekend, one pretty big release. You got House with the Clock on the Walls. That's with uh, Jack Black and Kate Blanchett. Critics, uh, 61% audience. 73%. Uh, Krabby Birthdays, all celebrities celebrating birthdays this weekend. Stephen King is 71. Uh, he's Carlton on the Fresh Prince. His name it's is Alfonso, Alfonso Ribeiro. That's it. He's 47. Um, uh, Jason Derulo is 29. Liam Gallagher from Oasis is 46. Dave Coulier, that's Joey on Full House, is 59. Bill Murray, 68. Tony Basil is 75. Jason Alexander, 59. Today's Burton Birthday of the Day, professional manager, a diet product megastar, Tommy Lasorda, 91 years wow. young. Today's porno birthday being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet is Phoenix Marie. And today's birthday. You could uh, pick up the theme here. Yes, there is is a theme. Today's birthday girl has gone up and down more than an elevator at a Met building. At the Met building, it's 673 fine films, including The Meanest of Lesbians, Uh The Chronicles of a Whore, Whoa, I Have a Wife, and now let's see if you can get the theme here Anal Acrobats, Only Anal Until Marriage. And who could forget her unforgettable role in, unfortunately, we are addicted to anal. 
<laughs> she doesn't is, seem very adventurous. Is is the theme abstract Renaissance expression? And I'm su- surprised. I'm surprised she wasn't in the top 100 of the most influential. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Phoenix Marie is 37 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Right, I want to thank uh, JP Sears for coming in, hanging out. Yeah. Thank you for having yes, me. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And Helium Comedy Club. He's got two shows today: 7:30 and 10 o'clock. Two shows tomorrow: 7:30 and 10 o'clock. HeliumComedy.com. You are uh, gluten intolerant. You are a, a, a spiritual healer. You're a uh, an educator and prancercizer, apparently. That's, that's all true. <laughs> You're making me sound. I'm just. I'm. I'm blushing. Here and majestic. That's oh, right. you got it. You got it. You got it. All right, we'll take uh, one final break. We'll come back with the a little show. All right, welcome back. We have one final thing to do before we get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, introduce Mono Tim to the studio. Hey, hey Mono Tim. Hey. How you doing? You know, it's been a long time. It's been a long time since you've uh, since you've been on with us, and I know Donnie's out today, so Mono Tim has the real or fake results, and it's great to see you. Great to see you guys. Enthused as always, Mono Tim. Always. <laughs> this is the most to be excited here. I've seen always. you in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> always enthused, that Mono Tim. All right, let's get the real or fake results. Oops, all right, yeah, here we go. All right, time for the Real Fake Results, sponsored by... Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, so here we are, week number two in our competition, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. So week number one, we all all got three points. So we're all first and we're all last. All first and last. <laughs> there you go, Scott. Yay! <laughs> all right. Look at me. All right, if you guys... Uh, Remember, the punishment for this real or fake competition, it's the world's first or earliest Christmas caroler. So, Patrico, explain to Mono Tim. So, Tim, what we have to do is if you lose, you will have to. It's going to be probably sometime in early to mid-November. You will have to dress up in the full caroler's gear. Like old about like school old Christmas caroler. With the lantern, you know, the whole the whole get up. And you will, at 7 o'clock at night, have to go to a selected area in the St. Louis listening area, and you will have to knock on 10 houses that open up the door and sing <laughs> Christmas carols to them. Full songs. Full, Full songs. songs yes. And yeah. we will, the winner of the competition, will be blindfolded and throw a dart at a map of St. Louis, and that's where you go. Man. Could be for anywhere from Festus to Ferguson. Who knows? No thanks. Well, don't come in last place. Simple as that. Yeah. Huh, Scott? Easy, easy. Go All right, so it's me. one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock, you lock it. You, uh, two points if you're right, zero points locked out if you are wrong, regardless of your other picks. So we are going to go in this order as far as the reveal goes. One, three, two. Got that, Tim? Got it. One, three, two. Patrico, if you would, a description of photo number one, please. Photo number one. We have got ourselves what Jeff loves to call airy logos. Uh, this is a lovely lady who has lifted up her shirt and her bra. Uh, we've got full cans on display. Logos block the uh, the goodness there, but mm-hmm. uh, great, great photo. Riz and Moon have gone fake. Myself, Jeff, and King Scott are real. Here we it's go, a tough Moon. One. Here I, we go, Moon. I, w- I would have voted differently. Had it been later in the competition, but this is where I think we make our mark. We could take some, we could take some risks early in the competition. Yes, yeah. it's only week number two. So myself and Moon, we are fake for photo number one. Everybody else is real. Mono Tim, photo number one, real or fake? Fifty-six percent of the listeners say real. 
Answer, real. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's a letdown. You know what? But no, good for not. her. No, that's a great thing. I'll let you have a Photo sincere. number one, <laughs> real. Wow. Okay. Terrifica. And I'll give uh, Terrifica. Tony a point. Terrifica. Jeff gets a point. That's her name. King Scott, not in last place. <laughs> Look at you. Whoa. Is this the first time ever? Yeah. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. I think Look at so. you. <laughs> Look Can we at just stop you? right now? All right. Photo number one, real. Photo number three. Photo number three. My God. This, so this is the photo that we decided that these might be the biggest cans in the history of the planet. Two bowling balls jammed in the uh, pink and white lacy bra. And we did decide, folks, that this is this is somebody else uh, that's taking this photo. We do she's see jeans. She's kneeling in between somebody's legs. I don't know about kneeling, but she she's she may be standing up. There, there is somebody. She may be down on a knee. There is somebody She there. may be taking a knee. Regardless, uh, as far as picks go, we're all real. Everybody went real. This is Jeff Burton's lock of the week. This also happens to be King Scott's lock of the week. Hmm. We all went real. Scott's lock, Jeff's lock, Mono Tim. Photo number three, real or fake? Listeners say 69% real. The answer, real. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Look at you, Scott. Guaranteed Scott, points. Scott wow. is on the board, and he's looking for a sweep. Not to mention, oh, yeah, you are you are now, a, well, you're the king of cans. Is this the first time a king of cans? King of something. Jeez. I, oh, no, Jeff. So I'm going to Jeff's with level. you. I forgot the Jeff, Jeff uh, locked in. I'll let him hang out for a while. Co-king of cans. Yeah, co-king of cans. All right. Cooking. So, all right, I got five points. I'm sorry, four points. Patrico's got five points. Mm-hmm. Jeff's got six. Moon's got four. King's got six points. Yeah. Look at you. Thank you. See, your education works, huh? <laughs> what, did you what have a hell of a week about? last week? <laughs> what the no. hell are you talking about? <laughs> you have about? some Studying. stories to tell there, buddy? You got to knock it off. <laughs> All right, and finally, photo number two. Photo number two, another set of ginormous, ridiculously ginormous, amazing boobs. Uh, these are huge inside of a pink slash red slash whatever you want to call that color bra. Everybody has gone real. Riz, myself, Moon, are locks of the week. All right, all real, my lock. Patrico's lock, Moon's lock. Riz, what are we, what are we, what are we doing here? Are we hoping for a lockout just to bring Patrico down to our level? It's early, so it don't matter. Oh, everything matters. Last year when the Blues lost 11 in a row, people said it's early, it don't matter. We missed the playoffs by one game. Those 11 games yeah. matter. Oh. And by the way, let me remind you oh. that the co-king of cans are the historically worst two players. So this could go on for 12 weeks. <laughs> All right, well, let's see photo number two. Mono Tim, real or fake? 61% of the listeners say real. The answer, real. Yeah! You, Scott. Welcome yeah. to the Boob Sweep Club. Yeah. All right, thank you. Thank you. I was kind of hoping for fake. You are? Yeah. Wow, we got three folks with a Boob Sweep here. I appreciate Six this. points for me, seven, for, uh, seven points for Patrico, seven points for Jeff, six points for Moon, and seven points for King Scott. Mono Tim, you. thank you. Yeah. You did Mono good. Mono Tim, thank you very much. <laughs> Listen, guys. We should no longer have Donnie do this. Let's have Mono Tim every week. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime! What it is, is what it is. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri Wake Up Broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my... All right, thank you all for tuning in. 
All right, some events to tell you about. Uh, myself and Patrico, we will be down at the NHRA race over at Gway, uh, Gateway Motorsports Park starting at 5 o'clock today. Join us in the pit pavilion. Yeah, it's going to be a party. A little uh, pre-race party. Oh, man, can you just think, it's going to be so nice out there, too. Uh, tomorrow, Jeff Burton, Vices in Redbud from 5 to 7, and Purple Stride, the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network walk and run that is Sunday over at Forest Park. Uh, still time to donate to the cause, 1057thepoint.com slash Purple Stride. Eat and Treat coming up, Chesterfield Amphitheater, October 20th. Get your tickets at 1057thepoint.com slash Eat and Treat. Also, we just announced it, the first ever Riz Show live event, one night only, and a total uncensored cluster F. Friday night, October 26th, over at Pops. Uh, just going to be a night of magic, including a set by Greek Fire. That's right. Can't wait. That Close is right. Out. We, uh, by the way, we've mentioned it a few times. If you're a Team Riz member or you have pledged for the uh, for the Greek Fire pre-order, the, the next record, which is pledgemusic.com slash Fire. check your email this weekend because you may have some special opportunities with that mm-hmm. Riz show live uh, only this weekend before only this weekend. Else. You have to be 21 or older to get into this thing. Again, totally uncensored. Tickets officially on sale Monday at 10 a.m. All the details at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz show live. What else? Big thanks to uh, J.P. Sears for coming in. That's right. Hanging out. He's at Helium Comedy Club. If you are down at the St. Jude's 5K tomorrow, I would love to say hey to you guys. Uh, just please hey. don't make fun of me as I'm dying while running. Hey. Nah, you're going to be great, you're man. You're going to be fine. Uh, thanks to Rap Snacks for dropping off some, some Yes. Shit. Uh, thanks to Symbol for, yeah, for bringing Yeah, Becky and her husband from Symbol. Yeah, Thank a whole bunch of good stuff. And they make cookies that I can actually eat, so I'm so stoked. And I got Is the blueberry. The, uh, one oddly enough. Is that the brownie? This is the yeah, this is the uh carob banana brownie. A carob, yeah, that's good. Those are carob, good. Whatever it is, I can eat it. Doesn't Those have the good. things that I can't eat, and I'm so stoked. All right, uh Donnie Fandango, I believe he's coming in next. We leave you with a selection from our team Riz member the day. Shouting out Mike Maynard one more time. Yeah, Mike Maynard. Maynard. Yes, yes. Maynard. Mike May- Maynard. 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 Okay, there you Maynard. go. Uh, he wants to hear this uh, from these guys. All right. See you Monday. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.